Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. You know, I think this is the most fitting time to say that we are talking majors indies in between because this is Grapsity. It is Grapsity Sunday. And we are live here. It's April 3rd, 2022. And it's been a weekend because it is WrestleMania weekend. I'm exhausted, you guys. Holy <laughs> shit. What is going on here? I've been I slept like 39 minutes. Uh, I've had about 45 cups of coffee. My hands in fill shot. We are live as fuck. Hey, man, yes. we are double caffeinated up, bro. Triple caffeinated up. Oh, my God. So many. Yeah, I uh, I went home. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was with you guys for, for quite some time, but I, I went home yesterday, and, like, I was passing out. I could have missed my flight had I not. Like, I just passed out on the fucking foot, with my head on the foot of Reg's bed. Mm. And then uh, I, I was so out. Luckily, I made my flight. I, I should have took a picture of it. It, it looked like uh, Jimmy Butler at the end of that uh, playoff series against the Lakers. <laughs> he definitely was draped over the barricade. I was out. I had nothing left in me. Um, and I still, I, I have yet to be able to catch up. I have been, uh, I think I took three naps yesterday uh, after three getting naps. home. Um, I almost missed this show because uh 
I didn't wake up till maybe like 30 minutes ago. And honestly, <laughs> like I've just, I've yet to be able to catch up on sleep and get back to a normal cycle. Uh, I probably would have missed WrestleMania yesterday had there, I mean, I did miss WrestleMania yesterday, but uh, uh, I did watch it all pretty late last night, or at least most of it. Uh, I think there's, I think I started with the women's title match and made my way from there. I ain't seen anything from before it. Uh, and Wait, which one? The, the SmackDown? Or the Raw? No, why would I start with the SmackDown? Oh. You'd be weird. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. hey. Uh, it's like, yeah, I just watched that and Stone Cold. And then I, was like, like, I nah. really got to see this Ronda and Charlotte <laughs> thing. Right nah, now. You know, I, I had heard that Bianca and, um, and Becky killed it. And so I was like, let me start there and watch from there. And then... That, that's all I've seen of WrestleMania, but look, this has been a weekend of just watching professional wrestling. Wait, uh, so am I the only one that is, out of the three of us that have seen WrestleMania full then? Yes. Yeah. I mean, all look, right. look, <laughs> uh, from what I, look, from what I saw, one of the best shows WWE's done in years. Um, and you from know what, what I saw, that shit was trash. No, honestly, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. I That is the punchline. The game is over. WWE is, I can't. I'm done. I'm out. No, I, you know I what, was no. bored. All no. the shit. Cody, let's fucking talk about it. Let's get into no, no, it. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Because, I have so uh, many things to say. We got so many things. We got so many things. Uh, but this is Grap City. We normally do this show every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, right here, youtube.com slash Fightful. And uh, being that we are right here on Fightful, uh, one of the things we do is we read your Humper Chats and your Super Chats. Um, oh, and I am waiting on um, the Humper Chats uh, here shortly because uh, I, I'm kicked out of them again. And I'm just waiting for uh, Mr. Jeremy Lambert to come, uh, <laughs> get, <laughs> come get in my way. Um but let's see. So uh, we'll start with some super chats. We got Corey said, Red single-handedly saving ROH shows on major pay-per-view weekends. Uh, maybe move to AEW weekends, but still back-to-back media scrum MVP. Let's uh, just talk about it, Corey. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Amen. They waiting for your Grop City boys. Every media scrum. Saving ROH. Me and Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan. No, yeah. Uh, we... We we were in the building on the uh, the uh, media scrum again, um, and yeah, all, was, all three of us, all yeah, three, all three of, us. of us, all three of us were in there. Front uh, if you row. haven't seen the media scrum, we 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 got. Uh, I thought we got some good questions in there, and uh, the Crop City Boys dominated the media <laughs> scrum. It was no, all I, about us. We were the only <laughs> ones there. Now I'm I'm joking. There's a bunch of friends in there. Uh, it was yeah. a good time. Yeah, it's, a, it's always a good time, and there's always, I think, some great uh, wrestling media people in there, um, and people I haven't gotten to see in a long time. Um, those who have followed me a long time know I've known Robbie Fox for a really long time. Uh, that, uh, if I may take a little credit, uh, I gave that man his first podcast uh, oh. when he used to host Into the Octagon over on fanup.com. Um, and uh, so it was great to see Robbie again, and... Uh, and of course, Sean and Denise were in there, and Nick Hausman was there, and uh, it was just—it was great. It, it was great. Um, 
those are always fun. And yeah, we. But again, I do feel like when it comes to the challenging questions, it's your boys. <laughs> in the yeah. fucking building. In the fucking building. Like that's the thing. I'm not there to. It's because it, it's not about like making a name for ourselves, but it is about making sure that we're not just there to essentially create fluff that we're there to get questions answered that people are asking and uh and that's how it'll always be um i'm and i I enjoy doing that we'll be at double or nothing uh for the next one and pretty much everything else surrounding it and phil and i have been talking the last two days uh people probably think we are they say we aw shills or whatever what the fuck they say we'll pull up to any media scrum i don't I like mean, those people up there but the i'll cody? be up there asking why? questions if they want me to why, why don't you let the cody one right why now why didn't Who's they into? why didn't they call your boys man why didn't they call your boy <laughs> to do the press junket I my mean, email is empty nothing send, send, send your uh, flyer boys out man yeah. uh, um <laughs> and same i i will do like here's the thing i've been doing this 17 years like this it's not one of those things where i i pick and choose necessarily what now i do have my preferences as far as my type of wrestling i enjoy yeah. you're gonna hear that throughout this conversation because guess what i got to see this weekend every single type of wrestling i enjoy so um as far as i'm concerned a lot um, of wrestling my guy a lot of wrestling um that's the thing about wrestlemania weekend is uh it is still to this day one of the biggest things that i mean it is the biggest thing that wwe does for the entire industry because of course over the last 10 years it has really shaped and transformed into something much bigger than um, it ever was that once they started running these big stadium shows and all of a sudden so many other shows started surrounding it and we we got what is now known as WrestleMania weekend we got the collective which in itself is that's my uh, WrestleMania weekend. yeah there's a lot happening in the collective but then we've had super card of honor for the last uh, what 13 years we've had um, uh and then Impact started recently doing shows in the last few years, and of course there's uh, there's WrestleCon. There's yeah. there's so much that surrounds. Man, shout out to the homies as well. You had Wale Mania. Wale Mania. Uh, the big homie uh, Emilio Sparks, man. Cass. Great time, man. That is Wale Mania 2022 will go down as the moment where your boys touchdown and we're in the same <laughs> oh building for the first time God. ever. Yeah. And so uh, it'll it always be special for that. Yeah, yeah Wally Mania was, was very special. And that's Such probably a special best. moment. That's going to be the first thing we talk about. Um, but want to talk uh, Bram, we have ShotKid29 says, TBH Cody Seth never clicked for me. It was objectively very good, but I just couldn't get into it. Also, Twitter today, yikes. Uh, oh, yeah. That's fair. You know Bad what? takes abound. As I just mentioned, I just woke up like Right before the show, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. So, uh, that's uh, that's that. Uh, Ryan, yeah, now, enough. Phil and I were up to about four something talking about Cody. Woke up talking about Cody. The internet is all Cody. I mean, that's <laughs> and I said that because you know what's funny is, um, the story of Cody jumping back 
to WWE broke the same day that the story of Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring broke. Guys, if I once talked to some people who uh, the moment Cody's contract came up uh, were like, eh, no big deal, it's just Cody, and I was screaming, I don't think you guys know what you're talking about. Like, that's not the case. It is not a, oh, it's just Cody kind of situation. It's a big freaking deal that Cody isn't in AEW anymore, and WWE is going to toss the bag at him. They're like, it's just Cody. It doesn't matter. Look, guys, Stone Cold motherfucking Steve Austin, one of the greatest of all time, definitely top three draws of all time. Stone Cold Steve Austin returned to the ring last night. In Texas. In Texas. And motherfuckers are talking about Cody. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> Cody, is... Cody is the biggest news story of the weekend. Cody Boom. is the biggest news story of the weekend. And Stone Cold Steve Austin had his in-ring return. Even when that story hit, it was Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring. Fightful Select broke that story. By the way, FightfulSelect.com, four ninety nine. Um, But Stone Cold Steve Austin, that story was broken by Fightful Select back in middle of February. The very next day, the story came out that Cody might be headed back to WWE. And the Stone Cold Steve Austin story was pushed to the back of the line. And I feel like, uh, by the way, I, I do have to give, uh, you know, there's a Fightful logo below us. But look, I was friends with Sean before we joined Fightful. And I, uh, I was a Fightful Select subscriber beforehand. And the reason is because I do hella respect the work that Sean does as far as uh, reporting. And the fact of the matter is, this was a good weekend for vindicating Sean's reporting. Because at the end of the day, back in January, it was reported Cody Rhodes' contract up with AEW. Um, and Sean screaming into his microphone, this is not a work. <laughs> and, uh, and people are like, oh, it's probably not a big deal. He's just going to resign. And I try to tell, like, the biggest thing I want to. Uh, you should take away from any of this is that when it comes to free agency if there's smoke there's fire and uh most people if they're not at least interested in hearing from the other side won't even let themselves go into free agency usually there'll be a contract offer before free agency hits and it's usually signed and they're good and it, it like kevin owens never hit free agency kevin owens never even heard an offer from anybody else he uh, say Sami Zayn never hit free agency he never heard an offer from AEW like when people say oh well you turned him down never even got to it yeah <laughs> so like we don't know if um, what he was going to be offered uh, but like if somebody hits free agency Brian Danielson hit free agency so like that should have been the red flag for people he's jumping Adam Cole hit free agency that should have been the red flag um, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly hit free agency uh, when we talk about guys like Johnny Gargano, right? Like, I mean, he very well could have just taken the contract and then sat aside. But he let himself go into free agency. And there's a big question of where he's headed next. Who knows? Um, but then Cody, on the other side of it, he let himself go into free agency. Where there's smoke, there's fire. If he wasn't in interested in the other side, he would have just Man. taken whatever the offer was. Or that's the thing was Tony could have extended it and didn't done deal. Uh, but the fact was he chose not to take the option and uh, chose to, to jump to the other side. And we're going to talk about that or talk about that in a little bit. 
But yeah, man, to make a basketball reference in this, during the summer, people thought like Ben Simmons was going to hold out. He wasn't going to end up getting what he wanted out of the situation. And he ended up getting the trade he want. He's out of Philly. He's in Brooklyn. You know, sometimes when free agency happens, you got to accept it for what it is. And I, I think when the writing is on the wall, sometimes it means something. Yeah, I mean, look at LeBron and his free agency and how when his free agency came up, it was like, oh, is he going to stay? And it's like, no, obviously he's not going to. Fam, fam was looking at schools in L.A. I, I knew what time it was. <laughs> I knew what time it was, man. And I mean, I mean, every single time when it was like, okay, he's a free agent out of Cleveland. Is he going to stay? Nope, he jumped to Miami. And then he's a free agent out of Miami? Like, nope, he jumped to Cleveland. And this is where, like I said, when it comes to free agency, keep your eyes open because if it happens, usually it's because somebody is seeking other contract options. And um, that's how it's going in pro wrestling right now, uh, especially because there are other contract options. But my point here was that Fightful Select dropped that story on Cody's contract. It turned, to be, turned out to be something. Fightful Select dropped a story on Stone Cold Steve Austin possibly returning to the ring. Now, he was very careful about his wording there. He said WWE made the offer, uh, the overture, to Stone Cold Steve Austin to return to the ring. Every single opponent of Fightful Select, and I mean opponent when I say, like, I'm not talking about guys we're cool with, you know, because I love everybody at the Observer. Um, Andrew Zarian, I think, is one of the best at this. Um, you know, Meltzer is... is, is is a top tier guy, pro wrestling insider, very good at these, uh, very, uh, very good at all of this. And I talk about the guys who spend their time like, <laughs> like, knocking Fightful because that's their yeah. entire person when it's their entire personality, right? They all were like, we've heard nothing about Stone Cold Steve Austin returning to the ring. We ain't got nothing on this. They were up until the day of WrestleMania calling that report bullshit, screenshotting it, saying up. Oh, I thought Stone Cold was returning to the ring. What happened? It's just going to be the KO show. Yeah, it's a lot of (laughs) anti-wrestling media guys that have to admit they were wrong this weekend because there were several reports that got proven right. So, you know, I I know some people don't like insider information. Guess what? You don't have to read any of that stuff. I know, Um, and that's what I said. I said, look, if you want the inside information, I really don't think you're going to get a better... Like, this is kind of my infomercial for Fightful for a little bit. Fightful's like, you're not going to get better information than Fightful's like. You're just not. Um, and uh, and like I said, I, this is coming as somebody who I've had the details. Mm-hmm. I don't like reporting shit. I like eyeball emojis. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's, that's how I like to get down, right? Like, I knew about Joe. Was I going to say anything on Twitter? No. Right. Uh, was I going to report that? No. I was going to eyeball emoji it. That shit is fun to me. Um, But I... If you want to get that information, I do think... um, Because uh, that's the other thing, too, is if I do get information, I do want it reported. Usually, I just drop it in Sean's inbox. Um, And (laughs) so when he says... uh, If he ever says, uh, we at Fightful have learned... um, there's a possibility. That... Well, don't give it all up, bro. <laughs> give it all That's away. Da, 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 da. Don't you, you might be able. You might be able to assume, but 
don't know. Could be anybody. Uh, anyway, though, that said, fightselect.com. Um, anyway, we also got, uh, so Ryan asked, how many different events has Reg attended this weekend? Uh, I went to nine wrestling shows. Nine. That's Guy, real. This guy I'm is not, a machine. I'm not capping. I went to three shows each day, and I'm tired as fuck. Guy That's not machine. even counting rest while I manning. Yeah, this guy's a machine. We got we we were getting the the uh, rent a car the first day, and I thought like he was gonna be chilling somewhere. Now he was out watching wrestling. That we didn't see Reg until late that night. Um, yeah, no, are you kidding me? We got in, and this guy was just like. Out here. Uh, they were like texting him, like, where are you at? And he's like, oh, I'm at this show right now. And I'm like, oh, well, what are you doing right And then we text him a few hours later, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm at this show now. Like, <laughs> Bro, I is- love pro wrestling he so this man fucking loves much. Pro wrestling. It is amazing. Amazing yeah. to watch. It is. It like, is amazing. Being to watch. at a live wrestling show is the most righteous rage element there is. More than being on a rap stage, like being at a wrestling show is like, I am in it, locked in. I can't get, like, that's 100% Righteous Reg is at a wrestling show. So it was great. If you haven't seen Righteous Reg at a wrestling show, I mean, he is like in it. He (laughs) is, it is so great. Like, I can't sit down. I have to be over here. I'm moving. This man don't sit down. No, he is like. All right, I'm going to walk over by the ramp here. Now now I'm going to be over here. Now I'm going to be over here. It, Reg is into wrestling. I like, love it. everything about it. Like, I like <laughs> I like reactions. I like seeing what fans are doing on this side. I want to see how it sounds over here. I want to see how it looks over here. I want to talk to the wrestlers over here, bullshit. Like, I want to do everything. And it's, it's like, that's the thing is if, you're ever the type of person to just kind of like box Reg in as just like a hater. No, don't do that because uh, this man loves what he loves. To my core. And, yeah, and he does. I mean, look, man, this guy puts together a list of 500 black wrestlers every year. I don't have to. Nobody pays as me I for said, it. As I once said, black man, gun to my head, I could probably name 200 at best. 250 if I'm like really trying to save my life. But but 500 is insanity and he does it every year. Every year. And man, hold up. That's the thing I want to talk about right now because we got some funny ass stories from uh, Wale Mania. Oh my God. Okay. I want to to talk about Wale Mania. So the guy said. Earlier in the day, they showed up. We all showed up at a different time. I showed up at 1 a.m. And so the Was homie... Was it really 1 a.m.? Yeah, 1 a.m. I can be home... track of time. Right. The homie showed up, gave me a ride. I pulled up with them. I looked up the schedule. Wrestling starts at 11 a.m. See you there. So I'm in wrestling all day, all day, all day. But we're supposed to get to Wale Mania Thursday night. And... I knew it was going to be impossible to get inside. I wish you were with wanted... your boy. <laughs> but what I essentially I wanted to be with you guys when we got to the show because I knew it would be easier to get in. But I had to see AJ Gray versus John, John Moxley, Moxley for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship. And he fucking lost. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so 
Um, while I'm at the show, Phil, Will, a whole bunch of homies are hitting me like, where the fuck are you? We're at Wild Mania. It's lit. Come through. And I'm like, yo, this match, this match, this match, this match. So um, I was with some homies. Shout out to Hendrix. Showed me around Texas. This shit was fire. We had some bomb ass barbecue. So we're just traveling. We head over to Wale Mania. We get outside. It's nuts. There's like legendary pro wrestlers out here. New pro wrestlers. Uh, baddies. There's all kind of stuff going on. It's Yo. nuts. It's fire. It's, it's insane. Wale absolutely and, and brought him out. <laughs> yeah, and, and it is important to note that when we're talking about getting into Wale Mania, we're not talking about getting into general mission. We're talking about oh, yeah. getting into the, the VIP. have to establish that. that. Yeah, I could go and buy a ticket, get in, but it's not like that. It's the Graph City Boys. We out there. We out there. So <laughs> we had to wait for someone to get us. And so it's nuts. Westside Gun comes in with this entourage, manager, his kids, the gang. I'm like, Westside Gun, you know me, fuck shit. Um, they tell me can't get in. Yo, no, if they tell no, West and Pudi they can't get in. Well, I mean, well, I'm a, I'm a, like, look, I mean, security was like, they were just dead serious at one point. Like, luckily we got in before like they even got there. Um, so like we were in and once we were in, I, like I was not leaving the building, right? Um, but they got to that point where they're like, if you ain't on the list, you're not getting in. And, like, literally, Swerve had to show them, like, man, I am advertised, like. <laughs> yeah, that was wild funny. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was hilarious. Wild. Yeah, he, they were like, well, I, like, where are you on the list? He's like, that's my face right there. Like, I am a performing actor. Let me the fuck in. Same shit with West Side Gun. Like, yeah. this is West Side Side Gun. Gun. What are y'all doing? Let this man Let in. Let him in. He this pulls up a, in a Rolls Royce. He's not just some nigga. Yeah, what the no, fuck? And, I mean, I, honestly, the funniest line to me though was, um, so Reg gets there, and I'm like, hey, Reg is having trouble getting in. So all we need to do is like send somebody down to go get him, right? And so I say to Dan Garcia, I'm like, hey, um, uh, Reg is trying to get in. He said, well, tell him if he gets me higher on the PWI 500. He said maybe <laughs> if I were higher. <laughs> Daniel Garcia, <laughs> leave me alone. You hang out with Chris Jericho. Why are you bothering me? He said, he said, get me higher on the list and I'll get him on the list. I hate him. I hate him. Daniel that Garcia, you suck. I, I was dying so hard. And he straight up didn't go. No, he didn't come. He didn't come. And then I saw, no, he did come. But he uh -huh. just came to give me shit. I'm like, Daniel Garcia, what's up? Oh, I'm number 230. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Help me get in here. What are you doing? I heard him say that die 233 so many times. Oh, you see, God. we all know it by heart. Yes, because yeah. he won't. 233. <laughs> like, solve 233? Okay. Yeah, no. Dan Garcia had us dying. Yeah, so uh, eventually, after about an hour of... We're out oh, the yeah, door. They tell just, us to leave. I was convinced you just weren't getting the code. Yeah, I was like... Fuck it. They're not letting West Side Gun. There's no way they're going to let Righteous in. Righteous in. So they get me in there, and we they walk us up the stage, and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. And so <laughs> we walk up the stairs to the VIP section, and I run into Chris Bay, Darius Lockhart, Kevin Knight, and who else was there? Chris Bay, oh, you can't. Oh, okay. You don't even oh. have to. Like, here's the thing. You don't even have to list because here's. This is what I want to talk about from this event. Um, 
and shout out to to so many people uh, because uh, hardest working man of the evening was definitely Cam Hawkins. Cam was like just wow. he was around. He was getting shit done. He was taking care of everybody. Shout out to Cam. Um, but legitimately, uh, the to me. I felt like that evening was a representation of how much love there is in pro wrestling and across pro wrestling media. Pro wrestling media people were all just hanging out, mingling, chilling. There was no hate. There was no Twitter hate. There was no beef. And if there was, they weren't talking to nobody. Um, they were off in a corner. Uh, but, like, fact was, there was, uh, yeah, hating. Um, but there was, just, uh, there was just love in the room, right? But then also, between locker rooms, there was just love in the room. There was uh, WWE wrestlers, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor. MLW. Uh, yeah, MLW. Um, if you were tied to a wrestling company, you're probably there. And the thing is, there nobody was talking shit between locker rooms. Like, it's literally just all love. Everyone's so happy to see each other. Because a lot of these wrestlers worked together before they got to where they are. Yeah. So, like, it's reunion. And yeah, they yeah, yeah, no, honestly, that's what it felt like, was, like, it's just a big reunion night between it, so many people. Yeah. And, like, the, even the shit people saw, right? Because, like, it ain't like this is a mystery. Y'all saw on stage uh, Carmelo Hayes posing with Jade Cargill, who's holding the TNT champ- or TBS championship. So, literally, we're up there with the MLW tag. The judge is up there with his MLW belt. Like, MLW, AW, NXT... Everybody's represented there's, there's at the May same roster time. Fo- there's May roster folks there too. Like it Omos was, was in the building. Omos just, my God, Omos was in the building. Like Omos cannot be inconspicuous in the building. That, that man motherfucker walks- <laughs> is <laughs> giant. I walked up the stairs and he's standing by catering. I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs> <Omos laughs> yeah, huge no. man. O- Omos walks in the building. It is like it's over. You know, everybody. All eyes gravitate toward this big ass man in the room. Uh, like when they say TV doesn't do him justice, yo, this guy, this man, is <laughs> massive. Uh, it, but it, yeah, it, yeah, it was absolutely like a family reunion. There were so many people that I saw in the building that I know through Twitter and I've never met in person. I mean, like this guy to my <laughs> my left, and so it was so many people that it was just so happy to see. I was so happy to see for the first time in person. It was dope. Yeah, you know, and honestly, we were seeing, um, yeah, like, uh, you know, seeing Sir and and, um, and Alex and so many people that um, we don't been friends with for a long time, but haven't seen in person ever. Uh, Black Guy Wrestling Pod, Reasonal Wrestling, all, all all the homies were in attendance. Yeah, it was it was a great time, um, but also big shout out. I know you already gave it, Phil, to Emilio. Uh, Emilio Ooh. Sparks is talking about working hard. Yeah, talking about working hard. That man is nonstop, uh, and yeah, so proud of watching everything he was he was getting done uh, over. Eventually, when I got in, I was behind Emilio. So yeah. thank you, Emilio. Big, big shout out! <laughs> big shout out to Kaz and Wale and Emilio for putting that event together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway, it's a good time. But this y'all is... saw we took like five hundred pictures. It's out there. Yeah, we, we, we got the there. we got the one with the three of us together. Yeah, with yeah. The and then, and then we damn near Migo stance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took pictures with literally everybody, uh, and it was just a great time. Yeah, mm-hmm. great time. 
Wally Mania. Like, if we could have left after Wally Mania, and I would have been satisfied. I mean, that yeah, was amazing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Jay Rose as well. Jay Rose is oh. the man. Hey, shout out to Wale. Shout out to Wale. Yeah. Look at this Wale Mania. Yeah. <laughs> shout hey. out to Wale. You know, Wale. Like, like, just hey, like, hey, hey, right here. We put your graphic. Wale, please. I'll even make up. it a, a fancy graphic. I'll make it look better than all three of these. Yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey, you get... Roll out the red carpet. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, it was it, just a great time. Well, wonderful, wonderful You two West Side Gun, fucking the highlight of the fucking weekend. So we got a picture with West Side Gun. I can't even. I I forgot about wrestling because that happened. I'm like, yo, 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 <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Hey, but uh, we also uh, let's see. So talking more uh, super chats, and we got some humper chats as well. I'll read the humper chats. Uh, let's see. We got. Joseph Corey says, uh, it was awesome meeting y'all at For the Culture. I hope I can chop it up with y'all again next time you come to Dallas. Uh, also, speaking of For the Culture, that main event was pretty insane. Insane! Insane. Insane. That was one of those, like, the first light tube that busted. I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be over here. Um, because I saw that piece fly <laughs> right into the audience. And I'm like, you know I don't want to be nowhere near that next light tube that busts. So that shit is loud, man. If you've never been in like a deathmatch uh, show live, it's it's crazy. crazy, man. Yeah, shout out to friend of the show Billy Dixon, Hood Foot, Hood Foot, Hood Foot had like four deathmatches. Not I'm talking about bloody mess. That like, man was still bleeding, heading into his next. Yeah, one. yeah, <laughs> from yeah. the last. Right, yeah. Like last night, only... he was walking to another show, bleeding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Um, and let's see. So, life of Deem. Uh, shout out Deem says, "Happy Sunday, fellas. Hope you guys had a great Mania week. Can't watch live, but wanted to show some support. Thank you, Deem. We're by you. a. Uh, there's like a freeway. That's probably why you hear trucks and shit, and we can't yeah. move the freeway. Shout out um, to us." Insert name here says, first time Humper chatting. Much love to the Grapsy boys. Just wanted to say, uh, besides the women's matches and Austin's match, WrestleMania night one was pretty mid. Saw a lot of capping and overhyping on Twitter last night, though. Um, I we'll mean, get into we'll, it. We'll talk. We'll get, we'll get into, into it. it. A Van Twinblade says, hey, guys, three things. One, did you guys check out the new Glory Pro episode on the flight down? Um, Ethan Price and Jake something killed it. Two, as announced on that VOD, Jake something versus Minoru Suzuki. And three, R.I.P. Sean's balls. Uh, hey, yeah, Denise with the heel turn. Or I guess the face turn. Face no, turn. Yeah, with Definitely the face turn. Definitely a face turn. Yeah, face turn. <laughs> Definitely a face turn. Sean was the heel was like, in that nah, building. Stop muting me, fam. <laughs> Which, like, look, man. Anybody who is mad about that. One, doesn't actually follow indie wrestling. And definitely doesn't, has never seen a Joy Janela spring break. Um, like, if people who are like, man, well, I really wanted to take this seriously, but you let Sean Ross Sapp in, like. There's an invisible man <laughs> in the match. Come on, if, guys. Come like, on. you've let's, never let's seen a clusterfuck. If that is your response to it, there's always going to be that type of entry. And I thought Sean killed it. The way he and his promo was funny. He said, I'm going to need $5 for all of you before I start talking. I loved it. Hilarious, that man. That, nah, honestly, 
And then it just sparked the We Want Meltzer chant. Like, no, that's funny wow. as shit. Yeah. That is... Sean's entrance and Maven's entrance. Yo, Maven's entrance. Are you kidding me? I was... Will had a moment. I Will was belting <laughs> out across the stars. Come on, man. That was one of the moments of the weekend. I can't feel my fantasy. I'm so consumed. Yeah. No, are you kidding me? That was, I, I still barely have a voice. I'm like raspy. Man, so, you, if, um, if, if you guys look on my, on my uh, page, there's a picture of me taking... Uh, taking a picture of Maven, and you can see Reg in front of me, like <laughs> celebrating hard, and behind me, Will is like building it out. Like, so yeah, we were definitely in the building for yes. um, Tough Enough Goat Maven. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, yep, and then uh, so we got, uh, let's see, uh, D-Lo Dig says, This is dedicated to uh, Seth's lingerie attire. And Yo. for. <laughs> Um, Bro came in the jammies. And Triple H and Ciampa uh, for making me cry as well as What Shad's a father-son moment. Yeah, that was great. All right, yeah. It was good to see Triple H again in NXT. Um, I didn't watch much of that show, but I did see that part, and that was really good to see. Right. Um, D'Lo also says, I don't know if y'all feel the same way, but I think Cody, and depending on his success, I think this is what starts uh, the tide in MJF. Uh, Jade, I'm starting to be WWE bound. Um, I think so. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, we we got to talk about. We'll talk Cody. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Okay, about it. we're gonna really you know talk about it because uh, we are really gonna talk about it. Uh, but I will say that it is on WWE. Like they did show last night that um, if you want to be you um there is a space for that in wwe now i think if anything that proved that having success in aew is going to matter right because right. if you got independent success hell if you have success in nxt they ain't gonna keep you the way you are but <laughs> that's what the biggest cap in is people are like oh this is gonna set a precedent for these AEW." Cody is a rare He's case. a rare breed. So well, the, rare. Well, that, this is what I mean, though. Um, I do feel like... Uh, I don't know if Cody is going to be the exception. If anything, I think that this is going to show that there is value. That for anybody who doesn't think there is, there is value in having an AEW presence. Because the thing is, AEW isn't... Um, we're not talking about the indies. We're not talking about something with a small audience. We're talking about with something that does roughly 75% of what Raw's audience does, right? And so, um, did I say 75%? That's that's a stretch. But, that's a stretch. Um, uh, but I'll say like more like 60. Does about 60% of what Raw does, right? And uh, and so, and then also runs the same cities that Raw runs, and is doing. In some cases, better attendance, and in some cases, at least really close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you've performed in front of these same fans. You've performed in front of all of this if you're working at AEW. So, it is one of those things where WWE can't just like take somebody who's made a name and presence for themselves in front of audiences touring the country and be like, oh, 
you're not that guy. Like, you might be able to do that with the indies. You might be able to do that even with NXT. But you can't take somebody who is already making a name for themselves in AEW, has an established presence. Like, if Hangman Adam Page decided to jump, you better believe he's coming with that music. Um, See, the, I the, do the, not the, agree. That's he, why I'm no, saying Cody's no, he, a rare no, 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 occasion. No, no, no. I, don't, I don't think I, anybody else is going to come in like AEW. The, no, that's the thing, though, is that they got leverage now. Because Cody said this that was part of contract negotiations. If I'm coming, I'm coming as the American Nightmare. But it's Cody. And, that's what but, I'm but, saying. Anybody but, else is not going to be like this. But that's the thing is then Vince was able to respond, well, if it ain't broke, we ain't changing it. If Hangman Adam Page right now, the Damn AEW – if, if Hangman Adam Page, AEW world champion right now, like, he's got options. He's got the ability to say, like, if Vince said to him right now, we want you, um, and he said, well, I'm not coming unless I'm still Hangman Adam Page and I own my music, uh, Ghost Town Triumph, I want to continue using it. And Vince is going to say, your name, you're not Cody Rhodes, nigga. You coming as uh, but then the, but, uh, but, but, fucking but, opposite of a cowboy, Hangman Page. But my I point, think this is so, no, 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 like, but Cody. Rich. Reg, no, but Cody. my point, though, is I disagree with that because I feel like – because then Hangman could turn around and go, no, I'm staying in AEW. Like, it ain't like – like, people have leverage now. MJF can say, I want all of it. I want my music. I want my look. I want all of that. And if you don't give me that, I'm staying. And, like, Jay Cargill can say the same thing. Jay Cargill can be like, look, you want to change anything about me? If, you, if I don't get to have control over what I'm doing right now, I'm staying. And, like, Cody had that same ability to say, like hey, – I want to be American Nightmare. I want all of this, and I'm staying if I don't get it. And WWE mm-hmm. has every right to go, okay, either yes, you get this, or sorry, we're not doing it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, the wrestlers now have the option. They don't have to be at that mercy. If you're in NXT, you have no leverage. You have no mm-hmm. leverage because you're already under a WWE deal. You have no leverage to say, look, I'm either keeping everything about my identity or I'm staying in NXT. There's no leverage there whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the indies, you really don't have any leverage because it's like, like you zero. don't. You, yeah, you have zero leverage. But if you if you're between WWE and AEW, you have so much leverage today because it's either get this big payday from Tony, get this big payday from Vince. But both of them have to concede to what you're asking, and that is a big deal. That's the position you want to be in. Cody is setting the precedent for being in a position of demand of Tony wants you. Vince wants you. If Tony and Vince are after you, you're getting everything you fucking want. And that yeah. is, that's I mean, what I think is happening you, today. You're seeing the difference, though, of, you know, these aren't guys that are coming from, you know, a niche crowd where indie right. fans know who they are. This is, these are guys who are on network television as well. They're on another cable channel, so yes. more people see them, and there's more recognition of what they were doing over there, whether it's their name and what their acting presentation is. There's so numbers I, behind it. So, yeah. I, so I do think... MJF and Jade could be in a really good position. I think now I don't think Jade owns her music, although she did have it custom made. I think it was straight up just sold to AEW at that point. Um, but I'll give you MJF and Jade and Jade. But, but I do like, think Hangman beyond too. that. I don't think I don't think Hangman is got it like that. I I think he does. Uh, I do think when his contract comes up, if Vince wants him, he's gonna have to listen to what he has to say, or Hangman's gonna stay. Um, and hell. Kenny's up in a year. Um, I don't think you're talking crazy now. No, 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 no. Hold on. I don't think Kenny would have that conversation because I think ultimately Kenny don't want to. But I do think that if he wanted WWE to listen to him, um, or if he, yeah, if he wanted to listen to WWE, WWE is going to have to hear everything Kenny has to say. Kenny's like, look, I want to produce my own matches. I want, uh, (laughs) I want my own like 
you don't touch my look you don't touch my and if i decide one day i want to change my look i just want to have blue hair i'm gonna have blue hair that's what i'm gonna fucking do because i'm kenny omega and i want all like kenny, the funny thing is cody mentioned yesterday in um in the ringer interview he was talking about how big his contract is he was he said that this thing is like insane and it's complex is that what that he, word he was he talking, yeah he used complex he was like it is a fucking novel and i can imagine that a lot of these guys are gonna want like certain things of like hey you don't touch my promos you don't touch this kind of shit like we are entering new territory now the last three years have given so many guys leverage that i think they wouldn't have had before i do think that uh if you're coming off the indies it's a different story but if you're coming out of aew or even out of wwe you've got so much motherfucking leverage right now yeah but this is but when when the news first dropped and we talked about it here i said that cody is smart he's been there before he's worked there he knows the system he left and he had to work hard to get his name back and all these things he wasn't going to come back there without a deal in place for things that he wanted there was no way that he was going to go back there and just accept the 360 deal they were going to give him he was going to have everything in writing and what he wanted and so that didn't surprise me um when he was sitting in the interview and by the way shout out to the ringer for that um Big homie Brian H. Waters, really great guy, produced that. And he said that was the moment of his career. Congratulations to him. Um, you know, That's shout big. Out. He was at Wally Manny, too. Shout you out know Brian. What? Shout let's out to just, Brian, man. Let's uh, just get man. into it. All right, number four. Adrenaline <laughs> yeah. in my soul. I know it's really number one, but look, we're talking about it now. Yeah, uh, we might as well. But, we yeah, you well. know, shout out to those guys. Um, David um, Shoemaker as well for uh, interviewing Cody and getting that exclusive um but no, he said a lot of really interesting things in that interview that didn't surprise me because, like I said, I knew he was going to make sure he got everything that he wanted in the contract first. He wasn't going to come if he didn't have some guarantees. Um, I thought it was also also interesting that he said it had to be Rollins because, you know, he worked him initially in this first dark match. And I thought the gem of that was him saying that I never liked that Dusty's kid thing because I am Dusty's kid. I hated that they got precedent over me. So when I came back, I needed that match first. I love that. Yeah, no, there were a few things he said there. Um, you know, he talked about uh, how he was courted. And he said it felt good to be courted. That he said in his last run before, um, he felt like he was just kind of there. And, you know, and true story. Like, his last match was against Zack Ryder on Superstars. Like, he wasn't doing shit in that last run. Um, and now he... And to feel like, hey, WWE came after me. Um, that he was like, look, Nick Khan, Bruce Pritchard, and Vince McMahon were, like, banging on my door. And, like, you know, what do you want? What do you want? Um, and he got it all. Like, that was the thing was he said, look, if I'm coming, I'm not coming as anything but you... As a matter of fact, I think the funniest shit, I had to go back and look it up to be sh- certain. That man was so adamant about being who he continues to be, which is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Love him or hate him, he's going to stay this motherfucker, right? Um, I went, I had to look it up. I found his last entrance in AEW, which was uh, the Nighty Face Sammy. Um, yep. I asked you guys because I wasn't sure, but now that I've seen it, certain. That man got the neck tattoo retouched just mm. to make sure that y'all know 
I'm not changing Doubling anything. Like people, yeah, people were like, uh, oh, maybe he's Vince is going to make him get rid of the neck tattoo. Oh, no. He got it bolded. Like, it, it, <laughs> like that tattoo did not look that colorful the last time he made an entrance. I looked it up. It was a little bit faded compared to when he came out at the pay-per-view. That shit had bold lines. That shit had dark color. He literally, like, either that or he had somebody go over it with a Sharpie. But either way. <laughs> Brandy. Yeah. Hit Brandy. Either Hit way, it. he, like, quadrupled down on the neck tattoo to make sure y'all know, like, because I saw people were like, oh, he's going to come out to smoke and mirrors. He's going to have the dark nah. hair again. Nah, man. This guy was like, look, the Cody that y'all hated um, going into Double or Nothing last year, the man that faced Anthony Agogo. That is going to be Cody all day. We bike. He, he, he talked about the fact that he's saving a lot of what he has to say for his promo on Monday on Raw. Man, he may try to end racism again because, like, he, he, he seems to be quadrupling down on everything we knew Cody to be. He had the Cody Vader. He came out like he, he got the rise up from the stage. It sounds like. They're just going to let him keep that shit. Wrestling has more than one word. Funny, funny. People who who thought that he wasn't going to have an absurd pyro display like he got in AEW, who knows? He had pre-pyro. He had pyro for the pyro, my guy. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I need double pyro, big bro. That man is going to have the most absurd pyro display, like even bigger than he had before. He, He is still... For better or worse, Cody. Now, let me say, though, that, like, I do think that it is a very cool thing what he pulled off here. Do I think anybody else could have pulled this off? Like, so I do think that other people are uh, can get those concessions. Will they? I don't know. I think they can. Will they get this moment, though? Hell no. No um, way. <laughs> I think the, the way it was built, the way it was, uh, like, really Essentially, you about- can't. Make this moment. Like, it's kind of organic, you know? Yeah. Like, really think about the fact that at WrestleMania 32, Cody was in uh, the ladder match, the Intercontinental Championship ladder match. At Stardust. At Stardust. And not even, like, a factor. Nobody cared. Um, And Too many is in a row. Yeah. Same thing. Nobody cared. He went out with very little fanfare. It was just like, "Eh, Cody's done. And, uh... And at the same time that he went out, Seth Rollins was just getting back from injury. Seth Rollins went out the top heel in the company. Seth Rollins was, uh, I think, when Cody left, about a month away from winning his second WWE championship. Seth Rollins was a top guy in the company. And Cody came back in above Seth Rollins. It felt like he was a bigger deal than Seth Rollins in that match. Oh, he, he absolutely beat him. He beat him decisively. Cody comes back into the company, arguably the number two babyface right behind Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar probably ain't going to be around after next week. So, like, Cody Rhodes came back into the company after leaving with no fanfare whatsoever, came back into the company as a top guy. They dropped a Variety article. Variety! The rollout like, was the biggest crazy. News That's me- fi- the biggest. The, <laughs> the biggest- rollout was crazy. That's yeah. what Phil and I say. He came with his own rollout. <laughs> yeah, he had a massive rollout. What this guy accomplished is, like, 
you know, I've always said that the biggest finesser in the history of pro wrestling is Jeff Jarrett. And I feel like <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is about to be able to, like, say, like, damn, Cody's good. Yeah. Because, like, Jeff, like, the shit Jeff Jarrett pulled off is legendary, mm-hmm. right? Like, I talked last week about the, the No Mercy stuff with, you China. know, getting, getting paid six figures to job to China. Um, but that man also, he's pulled uh, the fact that what he got out of Dixie Carter, you know, what he got with the GFW stuff, like, Jeff Jarrett is one, and then he managed to get back in Vince's good graces. Jeff Jarrett is is a legend, bro. The legendary finesser. Nobody has finessed people better than Jeff Jarrett. I, but I feel like Cody. <laughs> I still say one of the greatest things Jarrett ever did was flying all the way to Japan to smash Hogan over the head with that guitar and, and that all white outfit. Like <laughs> he's just the man. Legend. Yeah, like that man has pulled off some legendary deals and uh, and the funny thing about those deals is a lot of them didn't work out right? right like he he went to wcw and then came back to the wwf um and they rolled out the carpet for him coming back to wwf in 97 where remember they did those video packages they mm-hmm. had him talking about you know he's gonna be up there with with steve austin he's gonna be up there with with bret hart and Shawn michaels and like jeff jarrett is coming back to wwf a star None of that shit worked out. Nope. And then, <laughs> um, and but he got himself a deal, right? And then he went back to WCW and was like, "Nah, I want to be the guy here." Slap nuts. And they gave him the the motherfucking slap nuts deal. He had all of it. Ultimate finesse. But yeah, sorry, don't mean to infringe on Chris Bay. But CB uh, gonna be pissed. But uh, Cody, he has pulled off some legendary shit here. He had the match with Seth Rollins. And not just had the match with Seth Rollins. The only thing that didn't make this a Cody match was that he didn't bleed. He right. came close, but uh, like people were dropping the jokes, and they were like, uh, <laughs> referee sees the razor blade, like, hey, what is that? Put that shit away. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but that man had the Cody match. He even had the Cody finish. He did, he did. all of the shit. He was, still, he was still locking the arms. For the uh, trying to get the, the pedigree pop, he right. literally is doing all the shit, and he is seeming to have no problem just talking like Cody, like he's right. doing a media uh, conference right now. That ain't something that Stardust is ever gonna do. That was right. stuff that Cody did. Um, he's doing the uh, he's doing he did a press conference by himself, but that's why pre- I keep saying the rollout is, is crazy for the him to just out. walk into WrestleMania and decide like. No, I'm taking this over. Like, I'm getting one of the biggest entrances of the night. I'm going to steal the show, have one of the best matches of the first night. And I'm going to have a variety article about me at the same night, a podcast interview, and a media scrum the next day. Yo, he's he's out here. <laughs> yeah, he, he like, it. he had, um, he did the interview on uh, WWE's Twitter also yesterday. And, like, uh, I forget the interviewer's name, um, but... She was asking him questions, but she's doing it in a very WWE way where she's like... This is perfect segue because this is when everything got off the tracks for me. I was all on board. If you go back this week's everything, big Cody fan. I was excited for this whole thing. That promo after, 
I was done. I'm done. No, no, I, I have zero faith in anything Cody's going to do because it was immediate WWE washed and I hate it. Well, like, that's the thing was they were trying, hated. but Cody, I feel like Cody still doesn't know how, right? Because she's like, no, I, the thing no, that on, got me is that Cody does know how. Yes, he does. That's the thing. But but that's the thing was remember she asked him she's like how do you feel being back in front of the WWE universe and he's like WWE universe the fans whatever you want to call it whatever the nomenclature is like he just kind of just threw that out like right. and then he's still talking about AEW shit he was like you yeah. know last time I was in front of the fans they were booing me and he's like referencing stuff in this WWE promo about shit that happened on the other show like right. um and he I even like the stuff he's like he said he. He kind of implied that he can't prevent it, but he was like, I hope. He's like, I hope. Because he's like, I'm, I'm rooting for AEW still. Um, and he's like, and I hope they don't take any low-hanging fruit talking about bingo halls and shit. Because uh, I don't want to hear that. He <laughs> did that. Look, Cody. Cody Rhodes <laughs> has been capping for the Cody last is, 12, 8-hour, however long. Cap, 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 Listen to this shit, man. What the fuck, man? I tweeted last night, Cody Rhodes is doing a parody of Cody Rhodes. I don't like what's going on here. He thinks he has to do this WWE presentation, and it's awful. It sucks. I hate it. I hate everything that happened. I didn't like any of it. I think this is going to be, he, he's going to beat Roman, and then they're going to be bored, and they're going to go right back to Roman, and R Cody's going to go right back to the mid car because he did it to himself. Oh, uh, you so, know what? I, so I do because I told you yesterday. I said that I think he has to be the guy to beat Roman um, because WWE has put themselves in a position where literally across the board, ain't nobody in a position to beat Roman. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Shaka Khan. And, and nobody. Ain't no, <laughs> and ain't yeah, nobody. there's nobody. Yep. Beating Roman. No. Um, <laughs> he, he has nobody. They have. They put everybody in a position to mm -hmm. look inferior to the point of where yeah, you had to reach outside. And I do think that. You have Cody in position to do it. Now, do I have faith that they'll do it in a way where do I think Cody's gonna hit three crossroads on on Roman and uh, and then like motion a pedigree and then uh, drop him with a tiger driver ninety eight? No. Um, do I think that he's just gonna like win money in the bank and like pin him incidentally? <laughs> yes. Um, you right. put that and energy then, in the air and we'll watch and it then, and then do I think that people are going to be like look they did the push and it's like uh, no you didn't um, yeah that's kind of what I feel right um, uh, I, I will say this um, because I was concerned because they had been trolling us for weeks um, is he coming is he coming I, I never doubted that he was coming at Wrestlemania right. I just was like they have to pay this off well because they've been trolling for weeks um, and Credit where it's due, they did some fantastic trolling last night. That uh, that graphic that they put up, Cody is WWE. I loved it. I thought all that stuff was fun. <laughs> that was great. Um, but I thought he had a really good return. I thought I thought the way they handled his interest was good. I thought the match was really good. Um, I thought the way he worked the match was good. I thought him pulling out that bionic elbow was great. I thought him um, doing it that. The Stardust Taunt. Hate I, it. I, I popped for it. I hate thought it was it. hilarious. Hated um, it. Hate I, it. All of it. Hate it. Hate <laughs> it. Make parody. Hate it. Awful. Sucks. Terrible. Boring. The worst. I'm actually happy that he's in a, uh, WWE now, so I don't have to see him in AEW. Fuck right. off. 
Look, uh, so here's the thing, though. The the biggest. So there's two Awful. big pieces of cap. Lord, I, I, I hate there's, it. There's two terrible. Pe- two pieces of cap I need to address. Um, one of which is the oh fact God, that the cap. Uh, that anybody Ooh. that is still saying like this is like giant L Tony Khan. Ugh, how? Here's the thing. Uh, I, I if there's anybody who's take I who had kind of an absurd take on it that I agree with, it's actually like. O'Shea Jackson's tweet where he was like, "Man, <laughs> they gave up 15 players for Cody Rhodes. Like, there's there are sports equivalents here, and I do feel like, like and them 15 players were like if you had a team, ooh, heavy if hitters. you had a team that consisted of um, Brian Danielson and uh, Adam Pop. Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, you know they picked up CM Punk. Yeah, you had a team that consisted of all those guys, and yeah, I am saying that Cody is good." But if you lost all them guys and all you got in exchange was Cody, <laughs> of like that, that's not really a. L. I'll take like, it. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's not. I'll take um, it. Um, man, like, so that that so that's what I feel about that. I feel like, look, if this had been, if Cody had shown up, the week after all the contract stuff happened, and like there were still questions about what AEW programming would look like, uh, without Cody Rhodes. I'd say this is a conversation worth humoring. Mm-hmm. But looking at it now, we had Revolution, which was, I think, one of the top three AEW pay-per-views and definitely one of the best I've ever attended. And on top so of that, good. they've had a really good run of television mm-hmm. um, the last two months. I would say that AWTV still looking pretty good. And I think the question is answered, what does AEW look like without Cody? Looks pretty good. It looks better. Um, now... Because, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have, like, that silly, like, isolated shit where Cody, like, the Codyverse, where it has literally nothing to do with anything else And then, like, the our friends are on the TV show, main event Dynamite, yeah, I mean, and, uh, Rampage, Rampage and stuff, and then, so. and then, like, um, and then when Cody does decide to rejoin the, the, the rest of the show and it mm-hmm. feels absurd... Because, like, then the Cody versus shit kind of overtakes everything. Where, like, mm-hmm. you know, he had the, the tag match with him and Pac and, uh, and, um, who else was in that match? Uh, because it was... You talking yeah, about the one in Chicago? The one in Chicago, yeah. So, it, yeah, it was him, Pac, uh, Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros versus FTR. Mm. Um, and, uh... Andrade. Andrade and Malachi? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But remember how much Cody's coding like hijacked that match. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what that was anybody a else. Fun match to be at. Though. <laughs> but it, but that's that what I mean, great. though, right? Like the Cody verse had such a thing going for it that it it kind of engulfed what was going on in that match. Yeah. And, like, right. and those guys as performers. Um, so my whole point here is that AEW has been fine. Yes. And Cody is better off right now. Everybody, so like, I think every, this is beneficial so like, by everybody. So that's what definitely. I mean. There's no L in that situation right now. Right. Like, yeah, would um, Tony have preferred to keep Cody? Cody, probably. I'm sure, but, yeah. But at the end of the day, AEW's fine. And now Cody is, like, in a position to become the WWE Cody is, is more than fine. He got his song. He got his shirts. He yeah, got man. everything. The, the, oh, great. yeah, man. Them shirts are trash. But um, <laughs> they look very similar to his but, PW but, uh, bro, team. Bro. I wouldn't rock them. But, yeah, but that's him. what I mean, though. I, I was like, look, man. <laughs> the shirts like, are Co- trash. Look, Cody, like, the, I, I am feeling like Cody did some great shit here. Like, the he wackest did. stuff about Cody is still here. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the black yeah. shirts. 
He got them. He talked WWE yeah. into making them same as like bullshit ass shirts. Like, um, <laughs> like you know, I've been saying for a couple of years that the night, the American Nightmare stuff. Like, I, I've loved that as a nickname. Mm-hmm. I have felt like the graphics look a little right wing to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, not only does he still got them, he got them in AR form now. He got them Man, fucking. That was I'm telling you, that, <laughs> that was one of the most surreal things about watching him do that entrance and watching the graphic pop up and turn around. I was like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. But like, I, are I you will kidding say, me? Them, them things look like they'd be on a fucking Trump supporters bumper sticker. Like, them, oh my god! But, but you know what? I wouldn't drive next to that truck. Yeah, but but you know yeah. what? That he got him. He got all that shit. So like, I, hey. I'm proud of that, man. I think that so, is, man. One of the things I I would emphasize about his return that I really like though is that he's made it clear that he is here to win the WWE championship. Yeah, and I think for a long time. Um, the Universal Championship has kind of overtaken some of the prestige off of the WWE Completely. Championship. It, it, it has pretty it's, much it's, since. It's, it's looked it's, like it's, the main title. And I like that he's come back and go like, no, I want to be WWE Champion. And it makes that title feel important again, especially going into this winner-take-all match where it just feels like it's a afterthought in this feud. Well, to be fair, because he didn't really specify, like, not the Universal. And I feel right. like... I the thought fact- he said WWE Champion. Well, I mean, he did say WWE Championship, but, like... When they merge the titles tomorrow, is it just going to be the WWE Championship? Right. If so, then we're just talking about the same thing. Um, yeah. But the other piece of cap, Cody, and you fucking know, the biggest piece of cap, he said... EVP. This man said that uh, he said to Vince and Bruce Pritchard that he is the best wrestler in the world. Cap! Hold on. And that there isn't a close second. Big look, cap! <laughs> look, here's, again. You're probably the best wrestler in your household. <laughs> like, look, here's the thing. I, I like Cody. I do. <laughs> I, I probably have been a bigger defender of Cody. That is funny as hell, right? But I did, like, I've been a bigger defender of Cody than most people um, in wrestling media. That said... I feel like people who can make like a best in the world statement usually the I feel like usually have some type of resume to back that up um, because uh, you know when CM Punk was calling himself the best in the world he was doing it in a time period where he was doing the best work of anybody in that company yep easy statement to make agreed um, I think Brian Danielson calling himself the best easy statement to make when he's doing the best work in the world right now. Kenny Omega calling himself the best bout machine is a statement to make when his matches across all platforms that ain't just a Meltzer thing are the highest reviewed matches. Best reviewed matches. Easy statement to make. Greatest match of all time pretty much against Okada. Come on. You can say that. Seth Rollins calling himself the best. That's a stretch to me but I recognize Mm -hmm. that he at least has um, some of the resume backed it up. Roman Reigns calling himself that. Again, Roman Reigns has the resume to back that up when he talks about the numbers he pulls, all that shit. Fine. I mean, he ain't really I, had a match. I, I, I kind really of feel like that's a little cap too. But, you know. no, but, but he, he hasn't really had a match as far as that's concerned, but it's but Roman is the guy in the business right now. There's no denying that Roman is the guy. So again, that's a statement he can make. John Cena could even make that statement at one point. Yeah, yeah he, he's the guy, but best wrestler Cody in the Rhodes, world. Cody Rhodes probably could phrase that differently because I feel like 
there is no scenario where I feel like that statement is true. <laughs> like, uh, and there's no statement where I feel like Cody could make that argument of it being true. So, like, I mean, yes, did he have excellent ladder match with Sammy Guevara? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably one, uh, probably top five singles ladder matches ever. Yes. Love that match. Did he also have a great match with Dustin three years ago? Absolutely. Yes. I was there. Um, Were those kind of it for his AEW run? <laughs> as far as like, not, as far as like masterful matches are concerned, right? He had good matches, yeah. But like, as lot. far as like, as far as like, yeah. watch this. This is a masterclass in pro wrestling. I, not a lot. I, no. I feel like um, I wouldn't say that he's the best wrestler in the world, but when me and Rush talked about it last night, I do feel like at one point he was one of the best baby faces in the industry, um, especially at the beginning of AEW's run. That that first year. He was hot. He was white hot. Um, but yeah, no, best in the world. That's that's cat. Um, yeah. I mean, cat. something had to have happened though. Like the biggest shift for Cody to me happened at the start of the pandemic. Like the last time you ever saw Cody on screen with the Young Bucks and Kenny was that first pandemic show, uh, the yeah. March 18th show. He was never on screen with those guys again. What yeah. happened when um, they took that month off? Like, he uh, stopped doing BTE and everything. Yeah, he didn't yeah. appear with those guys again. From he used the to be time. funny as hell on BTE. Yeah. yeah. From the time that, like, that was the last appearance. And then when they took that month off after doing those shows in Atlanta, and then, uh, you he know. He moved over to uh, Sammy Guevara's blog. Yeah, we never saw him again with the Elite. Like, you know, Cody said he's not going to talk about it. But, like, yeah, I feel like in not talking about it, he's kind of talking about it. Because yeah. he said yeah. that um, he's not going to do, uh, he's not going to do a shoot. He's not going to do any of that. Um, he's literally just gonna, uh, you know, show respect. But he said, he said yeah. I have respect for the Young Bucks and I got respect for Kenny and I'm rooting for Tony. And it was kind of like a, huh, but huh. you didn't say you're yeah. rooting for those three. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I feel like his relationship with Tony. Probably there's some stuff fun. between and, those lines. Yeah. And yeah, he also said there. that he said there's, <laughs> he said, I'm not going to talk about it, but it was a personal matter that we couldn't get past. And yeah, Phil uh, and we're talking about there's a, inaugural piece that's missing out of this mm-hmm. whole thing that no one knows i mean yeah. they know but he, yeah he's they not, know he's not gonna uh, say it yeah they're not yeah, saying he ain't gonna talk about it right but like i i don't know what it is but no one has a clue matter yeah no <laughs> one has a clue but we want to uh, get back to reading some super chats um because we got matt who said mania hangover is real adrenaline in my soul <laughs> to start the show uh, Derek Gordon says, Reg asked the question so good that Tony Khan was like, hold on, Phil. Damn, Reg, I didn't even think of it that way. He did. <laughs> he, did. he said, hey, Phil, I'm going to let you finish, but. <laughs> but hold up. Got to get back to this Reg thing. Uh, Tremaine says, Becky forever a heel for giving Bianca a black eye. Becky, what the hell? Yeah, that that was ugly. Um, M- uh, RH says, MPW bangers only was fire. Mm, I think uh, La Rosa Negra mm-hmm. and Jody Your Threat boys showed were in out. the building. Trisha Dora and Thunder Rosa killed it. Lufisto versus Holiday was great. This will be our moment to talk about Holiday being amazing. Holiday and- is dope, man. Mm. Holiday is super slept on, man. I feel like uh, they had a great match in the main event, and mm-hmm. that promo she cut at the end about oh. women's wrestling, it was just inspiring to be in the room for that. Loved and it. to just see the women kill it on that show, it was just really cool, man. Awesome. Um, Trish and Thunder Rosa? Trish oh and Thunder God. Rosa killed that. Uh, I on. think, yeah. I, like, like The like, match of the night, like I was saying, the person that 
uh, La Rosa Negra and Jody Threat. That was Bang. great. The finish to that oh. match was so great. The frog splash reversed into the pin. I thought yeah. that was great. Um, really, really good show, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's see, we got some more. We got Nathan says it's not that Cody isn't a big deal, but do you guys think AEW has missed the beat since he left? I don't. I think it's a win for everyone. And yeah, that's what yes. I'm saying. No, no beats missed whatsoever. No. Everybody's winning. No, yeah. I, I I definitely think when people were like, okay, because I saw several people saying WWE made him a bigger star. That's absolutely a lie. That's absolutely, um, that's they absolutely took- a lie. He came in as a star. They took everything that made him special elsewhere and used it. They literally copied the homework. No, right. sorry. He made himself a star here. Like yes. the thing is, the music was music of his own. But right. the fact is, like the music, the reason they were people using write, his motto, everything. The reason people know that theme is AEW. Right. Um, yes. You know the reason everybody's talking about WWE tweeting adrenaline, like going with yeah. the meme. I'm sorry, right. that meme belong. Like the fact is, people know that theme because of AEW rising and, and, from the stage. Yeah. That's an AEW thing. Him having absurd pyro. Ain't nobody else got pyro. That's mm-hmm. an AEW and, and thing. Honestly, I wouldn't even say it's because of AEW. It's because of Cody. Because he of Cody. took yeah. that theme yeah. everywhere yeah. he's been. Right. He did. But what I'm right. saying, though, is the ensemble. He built it Because when he used yeah. the entrance in Impact, it was literally just a song. Mm-hmm. He was rising from the stage in AEW. He had the yeah. pyro in AEW. The graphics, American Nightmare, all of that. The flag, the jacket, all of that stuff. Uh, the, matter uh, of fact, I'm curious uh, as far as... Um, people who uh, helped make him kind of who he is mm-hmm. um, in uh, AEW. He helped get Sandra Gray her job in AEW, mm-hmm. and she was designing his gear. What? Maybe coming back to WWE, man. I don't uh, know. Uh, I don't uh, think Total so. was legend. I don't think so. They fired her. I wouldn't like, think it ain't so. Like, yeah. Yeah, right. it ain't, it ain't they? like... Like yeah, like it ain't uh, like, don't do Sandra like that. Sandra's a legend. How do you do Sandra like that? Like, like it ain't like Cody. Like with, when it came to Cody, Cody of course like he quit. But like as far as she was concerned, she's backstage at AEW every single week, uh, making gear for all those guys. And like she's featured on Sammy's vlog. She's been on BTE. Yeah. Like they love her there. Um, and so I am curious. Like when I saw her or when I saw his gear, I thought that's gear he's worn in AEW. She still make or she was last we checked making his gear. Like is he, he gonna might just be getting under the table? Yeah, me up. fashion by Sandra, bro. It's 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 it's, it's deep out here for those Sandra uh, wardrobes. Yeah, uh, and then we got uh, Thomas. Thomas Shelvin says, "My favorite podcast trio. Thank you. Thank you uh, what were your favorite events aside from WrestleMania? I love the it. New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Lo- uh, Lone Star Shootout and ROH Supercard of Ring Honor. of Honor, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor. That's Ring our actually Honor, our next topic. Ring of Don't you worry." Honor. It's the I, next topic. I, I would say my favorite was probably the New Japan uh, Ring of Honor Supercard. What was that 2018 where Okada won at the at Madison Square Garden? I I love that show. Yeah, oh. uh, let's see. Caden says, uh, "Pleased to meet y'all this weekend and Shout get to, to watch Kaden. some fantastic indie wrestling with the best podcasters in the business. Uh, Grab City all day, every day. Hey, yeah. Shout out, Caden. Uh, it was Thank great you. to meet you." Um, great, to well, great to meet everybody. Yo, oh, man. If, if, if you showed us love this weekend, we appreciate you. I, we appreciate you. We're humbled yeah. by it. Mm-hmm. Corey says, uh, finally listening to who we are. It's so amazing. Honestly, every song is so good. Brandy's song is very emotional to me. I was trying. I, I didn't get a Yo. chance to tell people that. Brandy's song is one of the dopest tracks very on good. the album. Um, and I didn't hear it until after she had left. Mm-hmm. But once I heard it, no, I, I take that back. I heard it before. Um, but it was like right before. Uh, and so when 
she left, I was like, damn, um, because this is this is a really good track. Oh yeah, I remember you track. saying that when you heard it, you're like, it's unfortunate she left because of the song, you know? Yeah. Such a good song. Shout out mm-hmm. to Megaran for doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he asked to do that song for her. That's um, awesome. And yeah, I don't think that you know enough was made about how good that song was and how much credit she deserves uh, for the first few years of AEW and all of her contributions. I will say shout out to like, Brandy. Yeah, you know, honestly, like Brandy, Brandy leaving is one of those things where um, she probably didn't have to, but I think it was one of those situations where like. Nah, Cody's leaving and he's taking all the secrets with him. It'd like, be wild. Like, you, Brandy's right or die. She you was can't, mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. can't be here right. no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because, like, Dustin's staying, right? Yeah. And Dustin even said, like, I won't go Dang. nowhere else. So he's like, mm-hmm. like, he came out hugging Thunder Rosa because he's like, these are my girls. Like, Bro, this I've is my women's that. division. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make this something special. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, but um, no. Oh, and somebody asked what the arcade is playing in the background today. Uh, because they said it looks kind of familiar. That X Men versus Street Fighter uh, is what's currently playing on the arcade right X. now. This yes. is X Men versus Street Fighter. <laughs> yes, that's a classic. Um, but no, as far as who we are is concerned, check it out. It's on all streaming platforms. Who streaming we are. now. Yeah, um, I finally figured out the wording I have to say to my um, look. Man. I was having problems. We went around with... for about twenty minutes of Will yelling at the lady to play the songs. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> Not an actual lady, because it's like if I say Siri lady, yeah. Um, if I say play a song, like it wouldn't play it, but I got it now. If I say, ready, play the song in the mix, the Red Velvet story. See, that's how you get it. <laughs> yes. Yep. So it's you got to get the the insert person here story in there. Mm-hmm. It'll play. Because, uh, like, it's same with Powerhouse. I said, play Powerhouse, the Will Hobbs story, and it does play. Uh, so, good one. Got it. Uh, and it is the new version of Powerhouse. In the mix. Uh, yeah. So, we Again, got... Josiah destroyed that in yeah. the mix. Shout oh out, man. Hey, Every time I hear it, I'm like, ooh. Hey, that's somebody we out. didn't see this weekend. I wish he was out here. Yeah. Shout out Graham, too. Graham killed it on the powerhouse verse. Can't say enough um, about how that guy destroyed me on my own song. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. Favorite verse on the album, for sure, is the Graham mm-hmm. verse. Yes. Says, uh, uh, Chris says, Reg, what was your favorite show? Uh, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yep. We're about to talk about that next. Awesome. Uh, Kate said, meant to say pleasure uh, instead of please, my bad. Whatever. <laughs> we got we, we, we got, got you, bro. Um, uh, Ryan says, Reg loves wrestling, music, and BBW. We... There hasn't been a truer fact stated in the history of the world. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Dark Saturday says, I want, I want it on the record that Will saying he thought Cody would show up at Raw was the reason I spent $60 to go to that terrible show, so thanks for that. And acting like Cody hey. don't move the needle. Yo, that's another thing. The needle thing. has been moved. That's, a, that's another thing. People saying that they made him a big star. He's gotten people to tune in and watch Raw for the past month. And he's going to get people to watch Raw on Monday. Me. <laughs> so you got to give him his credit. And that's the only thing I didn't like. Like, I feel like a lot of this is made of this is a great WrestleMania moment. It's a big moment for the company to get him back. But this is really Cody's triumphant. I, this is, tri- this like, is Cody's this moment. Is, this, yep. I feel like he's vindicated well, in a lot of ways here. One more mm-hmm. piece of cap I want people to stop saying. So, um, because you have to understand what Cody was trying to say here. 
So people are like, well, Cody is saying that his number one goal is the WWE Championship, but he never won the AEW Championship, so is he saying the WWE Championship is worth more than the AEW Championship? No, that's not what he's saying. The point he was trying to make back then, and he said this at the time, was that he didn't want the AEW Championship because he felt like it would come with an asterisk. Because if he won the AEW title, people were going to immediately go, oh, well, he's the EVP. Of course he's the AEW Champion. He's just making himself the, the champion. And he felt like it wouldn't have felt earned had he gotten it. But the thing is, he has no position of power in WWE. So him getting the WWE Championship is a little bit different. He's not saying there's more value to it, period. He's saying yeah. for him because he was in a position to make himself champion. And right. therefore, it doesn't mean as much to him. There's a big difference there because if for other guys, that's not the case. CM that's Punk why did. you know he was capping about being the best wrestler wrestler in the world because kenny omega did that and people weren't like oh he's the v- evp they were like this guy's an amazing i mean some talent. were throwing that out oh well, yeah but but kenny did it right though right because like kenny could have been champion the moment AEW launched but he's he like no i'm gonna wait a year and um yeah. and like, i'm gonna it. make it i'm gonna make right. it feel right because you said he should have right a lot yeah. of people were saying that and so for a year I people were screaming that. but for a year people were screaming why ain't kenny the champion why ain't kenny the champion and then you gave it to him. So then Kenny got the title, and it felt special. And so um, I felt like that was a way to kind of alleviate that feeling of, well, you know, Kenny's an EVP anyway, because for a year, none of the EVPs had titles. Right. The Young Bucks yeah. didn't get the titles for a year either. And so uh, they could have very well been the first champions, but instead they put Private Party over, um, which still one of my favorite moments. And so good. that happened in Boston, where they're going to be this Wednesday, where they get the face, FTR. Um, and uh, let's see, Brent Lockman says, all rise for Grap City Sunday School. Uh, Thank of course. you. Uh, Shaddy says, big Omos rapping to PSA, look legendary. Microphone, never been up that high. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Orion Ben 666 says, Wale Mania is like the black wrestling fraternity cookout. Thanks. Media, wrestlers, and musicians getting together and catching up, then yeah. going ham. Glad y'all got to experience the hijinks and awesomeness. I'm glad we it did It was too. insane. It such, was insane. A, such a great night, man. Really, I, I such felt, a great night. The thing I felt the worst for, and I'm sorry, because uh, I have to, to throw out an apology. And look, it all, like, I decided very last minute to even go to WrestleMania weekend. But I made the promise that I won't do this again next year. Like, so... My wife really wanted to go to Wally Mania. Oh, <laughs> and seeing all the pictures, she's like... And her best friend is like, she thinks Wale is like sexiest dude on the planet. She's like, I could just listen to his voice all day long. I don't know what she does to his voice. But um, either way, she is like, uh, (laughs) she loves her some Wale. And they were both like, hey, we want to come through. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, Like, I, I, you know, my I had a lot of questions. I'm like, you know, I don't know how that's gonna work out. What Emilio's got planned as far yeah, as like all of us getting in. I didn't know any of that, much. so I pretty much had to be like, I don't know. So I, mm-hmm. I can't guarantee y'all anything. So, but next year, next year, I was like, all right, I'm not at, like L. A. We're all going. Look, uh, the fact is, I'm from L. A. My brothers in L. A. I can actually probably bring the whole family to L. A. And right. then still manage to get away and do right. like fun event Amen. stuff. But Hopefully Swerve's got some gold around his waist by that time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, D'Lo says, FTR versus Briscoe's my overtake Bucks, Omega, and Page right. versus uh, 
or in UE versus uh, MM as my favorite tag match ever. Good deal. Tyrell says, Cody going back to WWE feels like LeBron going back to Cleveland after winning in Miami. Not saying Cody is LeBron level talent, but he is close enough. That, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, that, I can that, agree with that. That's not yeah. Because honestly, crazy. that goes back to the whole um, trading Cody for all the players. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what the Lakers did. Right. <laughs> they gutted their whole team for mm-hmm. LeBron. Um, and Yo. But the team kind of looks the way it does now. Uh, Yo, so I had a lot of enjoyment of Ingram coming back and getting a revenge game this weekend and <laughs> annihilating the Lakers and walking off court and calling your boy the brick. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Like, I, you know what? It's actually not that far off to say Cody, uh, to make that comparison for Cody. Right. Um, Tremaine says that tattoo was juicing. It's all love with Cody. Uh, he worked for that, or he worked juicing. for this. That's what we all work for, making money. Uh, making the money holders give you the bag. Facts. Agreed. You want, like, that's the thing now, is that the fact that there are $2 billion companies in the industry that can give you the bag and, like, wrestlers can have that kind of leverage. MJF can stand up and go, mm-hmm. okay, who's going to give me the bag in? Because I, I feel for MJF, right? Like, Sean talked about this, and I, I'm glad it's out there now because this is one of those things where I talk with you guys about this. But, um, you know, MJF's not in the greatest contract position right now because MJF um, signed in 2019 for practically nothing. And I say it wasn't nothing at the time. It was one of those like, okay. No shade to MLW, but they call it an MLW (coughs) deal. Yeah. You know, he got out of that MLW deal and it was like he signed signed the kind of money that somebody fresh out of the indies um, should be making. That was what MJF signed to do, right? And it was like, okay, he'll probably have a slow rise in AEW. No, he had a fast fucking rise now. But now, MJF ain't making as much as uh, a lot of the lower card signees in AEW because MJF signed when AEW was in their infancy, before they even had a TV deal. And he is now one of their top guys making less than a lot of, like, middle guys are making. And so he is in a position where when it comes time to renegotiate that contract, um, you know, he's going to get the back thrown at him from either company. And regardless of which company does it, it's going to be a massive change from what MJF has going for him right now. So uh, shout out MJF. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he said the neck tattoo got moving graphics. The flex. uh, That was in his contract. BL Dog says, I can see the neck tat. Uh, as the U.S. title already. <laughs> Yo, oh, no, that's no, nasty. No. That's nasty. Don't oh, do it. Don't do it, WWE, please. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Stop. Oh, my God, oh, no. Wow. So hopefully they treat him well so Tony can hot shot uh, book Omega Okada 5 for a Wednesday night. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Dude, uh, <laughs> the Cody Neck tattoo belt. Oh, that's God. That's nasty. Uh, Derek Gord says... People that were talking shit about Cody's entrance in AEW all of a sudden love it now. Keep capping people. I mean, you, I, there's it. only one person I appreciate doing it, and it's Eric Brady because, like, he at least is making a joke out of it and that, like, for three years he's like, who gives a fuck about Cody? And now he's like, no, Cody Rhodes is the greatest wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you know who he is as a person, you recognize that it's a shtick. Um, yeah, it, it's shot, cap on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> shot Kid 29 is uh, I'm happy for Cody, but his individual success is a mute point. 
uh, if the culture in WWE doesn't change. And based on Nick's Nick Khan's future stars comments, I'm not holding my breath. Well, they did tell all the wrestlers that they can have Twitch again and they can have cameos and all that stuff. Um, so there's that. Daddy's home. Triple H got y'all shit back for y'all. Yes. Um. <laughs> And that was really uh, we said it a little bit, but seeing Triple H on TV yeah. after all this shit, like it was really cool. Yeah, really cool. man, I, I finally got a chance to watch most of that interview and the stuff he was saying about his health was really terrifying. Right. And so it was really, really good to see him mm-hmm. on NXT. Yeah. So um, I don't know the uh, uh, what else talking about. Um Hold on, I'm trying. I accidentally scrolled out of <laughs> the super chats. Super chats, super chats, super chats. Okay, let's not talk about no more Cody questions. Yeah, I'm over. No, no, no. Hold on. I mean, <laughs> I, I want to make sure everybody got their stuff in. Uh, C Romero says, "Sup, fellas? Uh, what section was y'all in in Supercard? I was in 103, trying to meet my or see my dudes. Uh, Will's reactions during Swerve's match, uh, FTR versus Briscoes was fire. Uh, we were in 112. We were 112. We yeah. yeah, we originally our tickets were 112 with the play as well, and then um, then we got <laughs> then we moved over to 111 for better view, and then uh, shout out Keeks. She pointed out uh, three seats in front of her in 110 that were like way better, so we moved to her seats. Um, and, and I got to hear someone say, "Does Suzuki have finger waves?" And that I, was hilarious. <laughs> oh Hella my funny. god, I cried. Yeah, shout out Keeks though uh, for pointing those out for us. So uh, we actually got big shout out to Keeks. Keeks. Yes. Um, and uh, Monique says, "I 100% agree with Reg. I was behind Cody until he started capping. Now I don't trust anything. Cody Can't says. trust him, Monique. Uh, still interested to see how it will play out. That's also a thing. Um, I feel like everything he said in AEW was all lies. So, <laughs> well, look, I, I will say this. I, I I do think he's doing a lot of spinning right now, but." I do think him. There's something to him saying he feels like there's unfinished business, and I do think there's a lot of things he's coming into that make him relatable. Just, I've always thought the whole motto of you know undesirable to undeniable is a great you know, it's and, a great pitch. It's a great. And it's what um, he was like literally. And, and it he's got that now. He, he does. And so you know, it's it's hard to not be happy for him on those levels because you know, as of right now, he won, um, and you know, it depends on how this is going to play out for the next you know year or so, but. As of right now, he had a good return. Um, Anwar uh, sent a Humper Chat says, I'm glad y'all had fun together. Uh, what were your favorite matches of WrestleMania weekend? Um, we're about to talk about that. That's literally the next thing. I will get to that in a second. Wait, from WrestleMania or just WrestleMania the weekend, weekend? The entire okay. weekend. Uh, One Sweet Chris says, Late to the stream, but happy to hear another episode from my favorite podcast. Uh, and DB Scum says, uh, Happy y'all are safe and having fun. Showing appreciation to AR Fox. Uh, he excels at the player coach role. Austin Theory was the in best. a uh, featured WrestleMania match. Uh, Fox also trained Alex Kane and Allen Angels. Fox won't be uh, match of the year, but you'll always walk away amazed. Um, the man. Yeah, man. Uh, I have to mention uh, Cold Roderick against Speedball Mike Bailey from last night. Incredible, incredible, incredible stuff. Unsanctioned Pro. That was one of my favorite matches of the weekend. One of them. We're going to uh, talk about my number one match of the weekend. Very soon. Uh, Brent Lockman says, I've seen the word traitor thrown around way too much in the past 12 yes, hours. Sir. Why do people got to be so weird? I agree. Like, uh, yes. You don't know these people personally. No. Cut it out. He's, he's trying to get it back, and I'm never yes. mad at anybody trying to get it back. No. You know, make, you know, 
Whatever. I don't know. I tr- yeah. Um, he don't owe us nothing, man. Cornman316 says he might be the best sports Corn entertainer. Uh, I agree. He's up there. No, and... Cody's, Cody's a man in some ways. <laughs> Definitely not uh, best show says, is Will just discovering the word cap? No, it's just once it was said once on the show, I think it just kept rolling. Yeah. Uh, but we, thank we you, did unload Rob. The clip a little well, bit. I, I let it go. Let's, yeah, let's let it go. You're right. You let it ring off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I'm going to butcher this name, but Suprit? Suprit? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to butcher the last name. I'm sorry. I don't even know. Sorry, wanna... buddy. Thank you. We appreciate you, but sorry, yes, buddy. Yes, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Uh, he says, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Edge are the most genuine characters on WWE TV. Fully disagree All guys, they let them be themselves. <laughs> Fully disagree on Edge. I think... Oh, um, yeah, Edge. Yeah, like, you, you left, left out Bianca. Bianca is insanely but I think She's yeah, one I think of the Bianca, best baby faces. I think Bianca is, feels Bianca. genuine. Um, fully, fully disagree on Edge. I, yeah, I think Edge has the most cringeworthy promos to me right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that... Uh, if anything, somehow, some He's trying to do more character work. Yeah, and I don't and know I, if this character. I, yeah, is I'm like, you yeah. know, a year ago when he first, or it's been two years. Two years ago when he first came back, I felt like emotionally connected to him. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. feel like they've really become attached to those, like sitting in the ring, staring right. at the camera, having those monologue promos. Those are not for me. I, I actually like think that. Um, those are like borderline trash to me. I didn't really um, like the ones with Randy Orton either. I was like, yeah, no, nah, honestly, uh, I feel like, yeah. um, as far as popular legendary wrestlers that I have uh, zero emotional attachment to right now and feel like they come off extremely phony, um, Edge and Seth Rollins to me are the least Ooh. compelling characters to me on television right now. Eesh. I think uh, my Cody's takes were crazy. Look, no, here's the thing I like Seth as a performer. I think once he discovered that the the cackle was a meme, he has run that shit into the ground, and it doesn't feel genuine anymore. Like, well, the I, first time... Like, this shit sucks! No, 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 no. This shit it's, sucks. It, Cause, like, it's supposed it's, to, though. I, I don't want shit that's supposed to suck. I don't want shit that sucks. Like, what, no, I, I don't... I, I, we don't have time for me to dissect the stuff character, but I think there's a lot of complexities to it that he's not giving credit for. That's I, I just think it. that because um, like he had the shitty cackle like way back in like 2015, right? And like people knew that that's what it was, um, but it didn't feel like he was in on the joke. It just felt like Seth Rollins, like the script said, um, asterisk maniacal laugh asterisk, and he's like, right. okay, well. <laughs> And then it was like, hey, that's really funny. You should keep doing it that way. And now it's just, it's trash. I fucking but hate it. And his, it's... So, I said I wasn't going to go into it. But his character is essentially a guy in a midlife crisis. And his, his whole thing is he wants to do everything to get people to like him again. And so, he's not going to turn, he's not going to completely turn face. But he's doing everything. He's doing essentially the greatest hits of his career. The burn it down chant. Um... You know, wearing the glove again, like a shield era, you know, calling himself Seth freaking Rollins. All of these things are to get people to like him, but it's not working because it's not genuine. And so that's why I said it's supposed to be cheesy and it's supposed to be bad because he doesn't, he's not reading the room. That's the whole point. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I can't stand this character. It's a good thing he performs in the ring because, like, 
the character to me is just legit every like, time you watch seth teacher. rollins you go right to the group chat and be like seth rollins is not for me <laughs> every time he's this not is, this is yeah, not for this me is, this is our divide because yeah. i i enjoy what he's doing yeah to no, a and i know i know phil he's like he's one of your top guys mm-hmm. like edge and seth rollins are the two that i'm like you know what i don't care for anything these two are doing character wise it's not for me Mm-hmm. I, uh, I do think they messed up because I think that Seth was on a trajectory to turn face and they screwed it up. Oh, yeah, they, they bombed that, yeah. Especially because I was like, I could get with what he was doing going into the Roman stuff, and then they just abandoned all of it. Um, yeah, that sucked. Let's see. Brent says, so much potential to be a new golden age of ROH. Incredible show. Still processing how good FTR versus Briscoes was. Um MJ Johnson says, Graves saying, what the hell is this during Bianca's entrance? Let's right talk me. about it. That That's was actually the topic weird. there after next. But that hashtag was a Grapsity horrible Pop. call, bro. What that was a horrible was call on commentary. That? I hated it. Hashtag Grapsity for life. Um, and uh, Phil, when he first heard, he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible call. I hated it, bro. Steve <laughs> says, Supercard of Honor was hashtag my WrestleMania. Um, and all right, Same. caught up. Here's the thing. Now we got to talk about the next thing, uh, which is Briscoes versus oh, FTR. My God. Can I tell you how much I love this match in person? So I had fun at Supercard of Honor, Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. Don't y'all ever call that shit Dallas because we drove 40 no. goddamn minutes <laughs> we to get there. Dallas. We left Dallas. We were not in Dallas. Don't y'all get on the mic. FTR getting on the microphone talking about Dallas, Texas. Mm-mm. Nope, that ain't Dallas, Texas. It's um, Garland. Although, shout out to people who worked both Supercard of Honor and The Collective, who had to yeah. get, who oh had to work that, hop in their car, head right straight back. Um, it's a journey, I, too. I, I, I literally watched referee Stefan Smith, that man. Um, shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. he was, he worked for the culture, then soon as he was dead at for the culture worked ring of honor supercard of honor and then we saw him back at joy janela spring break so that man was back and forth between those shows they weren't nowhere near each other and i know that because we left for the culture to head straight because we were all all three too yeah (laughs) (laughs) because we did we were back and forth between them not fun um though those don't you dare call Garland. See, I I had seen, because AEW did a couple of shows in Garland. They did the December um, Dynamite in Garland. They also did uh, the Winter's Coming was in Garland. Um, and so, like, I was always willing to call that Dallas because I've never had to make that trek. Yeah, Don't y'all it, call that Dallas. It, it, it's, 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 the, it's the equivalent to Hoffman Estates not being Chicago. Yeah, no. It's not. It is not, especially Mm-mm. when you're holding a show in the evening where there's rush hour traffic and you're moving bumper to bumper. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's going to be like in L.A., like the stadium's in Inglewood, but they're going to say, we're in L.A., but like, not really what you're trying to say, you know? Like, it's not yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> right. Uh, so, anyway, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. Whew. I know I, rec- I, I recognize I do this when I've gone to a show I love, but... Uh, when I get home and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to buy the pay-per-view. And I did it again. And I bought Supercard of Honor to watch it again. And I did watch it last night. Or not last night, yesterday afternoon. Um, just to watch How it again. How was it on tape? 
just as good. Uh, that that crowd. The only thing you can't really make out as well is the chance because uh, the crowd was so electric. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, like, okay, so we had, of course, the opening match swerve. Um, yeah, we got to see Swerve get that. that victory. Yeah, he did. Uh, it was it was real good. And, yeah, man. Shout out to Zane. He killed yeah, that. Yeah, shout out to Zane. We had a moment with, mm-hmm. during Swerve's entrance for sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know people loved it, and we, uh, you know, Brian Cage's debut actually was surprisingly over in the building. Perfect guy, Ninja Mac. To be with Brian Cage, perfect. I, I, I'm just gonna say, Will, we had a conversation on the car right there. You were Who right. called that? Your you guy. Did. No, you Phil did. Phil called it. Yes, yeah. Phil was absolutely right. Um, and I said Cesaro. I convinced myself it was Cesaro for a, a day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, and you know, I thought Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. I thought they killed it. I yes. thought yeah. love the finish of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jay Lethal's heel oh, turn. Oh, that low blow got the crowd. Oh my so god, mad. masterful. Because you know we we were split. Let's go Lethal. Let's go Lee. And then when that low blow happened, that crowd was completely like fuck Jay Lethal, mm-hmm. fuck everything about him. And then of course Sanjay Dutt runs in because we know Sanjay Dutt's an agent, and it was like, um, oh, but these two have history, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of history, and. So that was cool, but then that came into play later in the show. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel like we've said this, you know, collectively, either in our group chat or together, that, man, Lethal was over in front of live crowds. And so seeing how over he was wow. that night and then watching him turn that crowd at when he turned heel, that was fantastic. The, like, that exchange of pins they did, like, in the, you know, climax of the match was just so good. I think man. turning him was the right call just because Me yeah. too. Um, you'll right. essentially put some of the stuff in sync with him because like look live crowds want to see him um there is a contingency on twitter that very much does not we know why um and so but the live crowds but the live crowds do want to see him they like lethal man so how do you put all of this in sync turn him and then at that point you have um the negative presence online is at least consistent with Mm -hmm. the negative presence in the arenas and then you kind of you stand a better chance as of, of at least when it's all in sync. If you turn him back, babyface at some point, you may be able to sync it all back up. Right. Um, that may depending on if that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm strictly talking from a wrestling perspective. Yes. Um, not trying to have the what, the other conversation right now. Um, what, we're talking this, about pro wrestling here. Um, was this the first payoff of stuff that they started on AEW in the Ring of Honor Supercard? Because I feel like that was the theme for the night. And I I, yeah. I definitely saw where he was saying something's going to have to change on AEW programming before yes. this change. So they absolutely teased it. They yes, did. they did. Um, and then we had um, Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Willow Will Nightingale. Um, this was the one call where it was like, look, the crowd kind of wanted Willow. Um, the crowd was, crowd was overwhelmingly behind Willow. Yeah. I think the crowd thought that Mercedes was just kind of there to be a credible opponent for Willow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they were kind of anticipating that Mercedes was actually going to get the victory. Um, but, but, like, we were talking about it, and, like, Mercedes is signed. Like, it yeah. makes yeah. way signed, more sense and, for and, her to be the champion. You know? and, and in hindsight, I'm like, okay, I think I can see this need and desire oh, to, um, to make Mercedes a... To kind of celebrate her career, essentially. You know, she's been around a long time. 
My phone is like you guys have maxed out on data, so. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh damn. Grusty's gonna have to wrap early today. Yeah. It does sound like that. I mean, we because... did a, a, an hour and forty-one. So. Yeah. Uh, shit. Yeah. Shit. There, there's almost not any hope for this. Uh, well, okay. Damn it. We didn't get into the match. The match. We're we in the streets, to... man. In the streets. Look, hey, this is um, the. Damn. This is traveling. Yeah, yeah. We lost them. We lost them. Lost Phil and lost audio on all of that. Look, my guys just disappeared. So, here's the thing. All right. <laughs> I guess it's just your boy for the moment. Uh, I, I will say all of this uh, really quick as we uh, get into wrapping. Um, as, as I guess we wrap this up because they, they these guys lost a ton of data. Uh, oh, yeah, I got, got Phil back. On a Hojo Wi-Fi. Oh no. Um, Sorry, you guys. We're we're Hojo we're getting there. Wi-Fi sucks, so we were using my. Yeah, I I know, right? I, I was about to just rap if we had to, but uh, let's I mean, see. and of course we're we hanging. Like, so what I was gonna say real quick while we wait on Reg to get in, even though we can still hear Reg. Um, he, the, mean, the guy is like right next. Oh, I'm right here. He, he, yeah. He's here. He's here. Yeah. So I just can't hear anything. Yes. So I'm still in the building, you guys. Yeah. Oh, shit, he's, I'm falling. He's still, <laughs> he's still here. Uh, he's just waiting to get back in. Um, really quick. Uh, what I wanted to say was it did feel like kind of a celebration of Mercedes Martinez's career, and that's it did. yeah. And that's, that's what I was happy about, because um, I don't think she gets the credit she deserves. Um, and I did want Willow to win, but I was so ha super ha super happy for Mercedes to get a moment. Yes, there we go. All right, at least I can see both of y'all right now, uh, trying to play with it until we can figure out what. Will we this work? Here. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Let's see. Hello, it's your boy. Got... Let's see if we got our setup back. Ready, ready, ready. Hey. Hey, what's put, up, you guys? We could put Phil back on. Phil, um, so, all right. So that all we need to say. Look, Mercedes Martinez is the interim uh, champion. She'll probably beat Diana when it comes time. Love talking to her in the scrum. Uh, she's a vet. She's awesome. She deserved the win. It was yeah. great. And, man, Mercedes versus Diana is going to be good. They had a great match after uh, Knockout's Knockdown last year. Um, Mercedes lost that match, but I think the rematch is going to be well worth it. However, the thing to talk about. I can't believe how electric that motherfucking building was. It's Ring pretty of Honor rare tag titles when they the set up a match and it exceeds expectations like this. It's rare. They struck gold. The crowd was ready that hashtag dim boys versus hashtag top guys worked because everybody in that audience was dim boys top guys dim boys top guy that shit worked it was electric from the moment the briscoe's entrance music ended everybody in that building was ready for this match that initial lockup got a pop they made that like 1800 to 2000 people in that building feel like a million 
because everybody in that arena was ready for this match. And you know what? They delivered it. I thought this was one of the best tag matches I've seen in person. I thought that uh, it was... FTR is going to have a really hard time in this next phase of their careers uh, not justifying their status as the best because these guys have it. And the way they were able to go out there and pull off what they pulled off with a team that they have literally never been in the same ring with for more than a minute at uh, Final Battle. The near falls. While all of the finishes were mostly protected, the near falls were all believable. They made you forget that, hey, that ain't even their finish. That suplex to the outside, they had me. Oh, my God. They had me. The match never felt like it slowed down. There wasn't... And and the slowdown spot, the spot where they needed to cool down, they, they, they smartly did the little worked injury, checking on Dax Harwood, and it's like, okay, here's our cool down spot. And they came back from that and, and reset and just kept going. Nope, they had every fan eating out of the palm of their hand. It was so electric. I wanted to. That's why I bought the show because I'm like, I need to see. One, I think the show deserves my $15 now. But two, I wanted to see exactly how that all came off. Exactly how. It was how, only $15? Yeah. Damn, that's a hell of that's a deal. That's a great value. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, man. Like, <laughs> if, so if like you haven't ordered bucks? that, guys, get get on it, man. It's a great show. Um, but, no, this was absolutely the best match of the weekend. Like, I don't think it's even close. Um, no, I, nothing's going to come close. I think not this only was it. This is my match of the year right now. Yeah. yeah. Not only was it one, one of my favorite matches to see live, but, man, it was fucking great to see it with my guys, man. Like, like, just us looking at each other and popping for all these things. I mean, I think us collectively just – Jumping out of the building when the Young Bucks came out. Oh, my God. That was the thing. Oh, my it, God. It was, it was, it was just so thought, great, man. Like, we had so sat- much fun during this match, guys. I was already satisfied. Wow. Like, no, when they hit that the final. Because, like, the thing is when um, the Briscoes hit the big rig on um, on FTR, like, it was already. Kind of, like, they had a really smart setup for that. But that final big rig that Dax and Cash hit. Um, and... One, I've become in the last two years a really big, um, a really big Dax Harwood fan. Um, yes, me too. And Same. and part of it, like it's at the point of where I know I was just about to slip, but it's because I wanted to make a point. Because I've been noticing some people online still calling him Scott Dawson. I until I saw that, I actually forgot what his name was uh, mm. because he never had an individual presence to me. You know, people used to joke calling him. Um, oh, they're revival bald and revival hair. Like those that was the gag people used to make <laughs> Revival bald and revival hair. <laughs> but like, honestly, I feel like they, especially Dax, have developed such individual personalities yes. and individual presences lately that like, nah, that man is Dax Harwood. He is yes. Dax. Man. That is. That- Listen, we, we just gave Cody credit for the rollout. I think that the FTR has had a fantastic month. I, I think from them Ooh. doing the separate interviews with Renee, which were both great if you guys haven't seen them, um, to them um, having, you know, basically pushing for the Bucks match in the, in the, the scramble match for the number one contendership. 
and getting that reaction and now they're getting the match and then having this amazing match during WrestleMania weekend, killing it during the, the, the scrum. Like, I feel like if anybody, you know, doubted who FTR was, like, they're one of the best tag teams in the world right now. And I, this, the energy right now feels very close to when Revival was having those great matches with DIY. It's no, very they, close they to are, They are on a run of their careers right now and they're getting to do it uh, as they're starting to turn babyface. Um, yes. Yeah, so like I Yeah, am... a little bit on the Dax thing too. Uh when the big homie signed with AEW, the first person he said that helped him was Dax. And he yeah. said that Dax has been A one since day one, one of the best guys back there to for anything. So shout out I to I started him, man. by the way, he loves pro wrestling, like me. <laughs> uh the other yesterday I said speaking of the big homie really quick side note, I started kinda like mentally fantasy booking like what I would do with him next and I thought, you know what? kind of want him to beat Gresham. And, you know, just go take the fucking title. Um, the fuck is, and, this guy's talking crazy on here. <laughs> Do it. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? What if that's like the challenge that Gresham steps up to, but ultimately we see Powerhouse kind of show him what's what. And it's like, Nobody I want to see me crying. I was like, that Don't would be that a great me. way to establish him, a great way to... Uh, I don't know. That's what I would do. But Jonathan Grisham yeah. set up the match we want to see in the scrum. So <laughs> yes, he did. Let's uh, go, baby. We're, we're uh, doing it. So, oh, that was my uh, favorite part too. When I said, "Tony, book that match." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, no. When I was when I was like, and he hey. looked at me like, "Yo, he did get his facial expression in that moment was classic. Um, <laughs> classic." Uh, I, no, no, first of I think it's just great that Tony, like, knows Reg when he sees him now. Um, <laughs> again, like, this is my guy, bro. Like, yeah. I'm just happy for everything uh, that my man has got over the last year, man. And just seeing him you. get the, you know, the nod of approval from our peers and TK this weekend was really dope. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, the support this weekend was, I can't even, I can't put into words when people are like, are you righteous, Reg? And they're like, your list did this for me. I discovered all these wrestlers. I did this. Our wrestlers being like, thank you for making this list. You did this. Thanks for what you do. Like, it's like, I can't. Tony Khan being like, oh, yeah, hey, Reg, blah, blah, blah. Like, man. bro, I can't. I don't, man. Hey. I love this shit. No shout out, though, to anybody who mixes up Phil and Reg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. Phil is directly next to me. Phil talked to a dude, and the dude said, thanks, Reg, to Phil. And I was sitting directly next hey, to Phil. Hey, now, before Amazing. Reg showed up, somebody very noteworthy was like, hey, aren't you righteous, Reg? And I was like, nah, Phil, from the shy. <laughs> from the shy. <laughs> from the go. <laughs> very noteworthy. Oh. Um, and... Uh, I'm not gonna bust him out like that, but uh, but it nah, was. No, man. Hey, I I will say this. Um, there were people that made the mistake and they ap apologized. Um, um, homie, uh, Nick Houseman from Wrestling Inc. made the mistake and he, you know, apologized. I talked to him later and he was really cool about it. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm, we're of course joking. That's not like, the one I'm talking. Yeah, about. it's all jokes. That, that that's yeah. not the one I'm talking about. But um. So, no, no, no. We're talking about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so they're talking about stuff. The, 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 the one yeah, I said no, to somebody. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. 
Nah, we're not gonna drag <laughs> that person, but it was yeah, no, and, and even them, they just made it. Uh, it was just a mistake. Now, yeah, of course, it it's hilarious, but it yeah. it was a mistake. Yeah, yes. I don't think it's any shade when anybody does it. Like they're genuinely like trying to give it up to us. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, like this is my guy. So it was just so many times this weekend where either me or Will would be somewhere, I would be somewhere by myself, and they'd be like, "Yo, where's Reg?" And I'm like, "My guy, man, we're we're outside, man." Yeah, nah, it was everywhere. Like, That's where I was. Time. Uh. <laughs> And so, continuing on, um, oh, yeah, and so elsewhere on the card, on the Super Card of Honor, because, again, FTR versus Briscoes, I, I can't describe that experience, but, yeah, when, when, the, uh, when the Bucks showed up, the explosion was, I flipped. you could feel it, you could absolutely feel that reaction. And uh, yeah, I was going nuts. I was like, "Oh my god, it's the Young Bucks! Right. The Young Bucks are here!" And uh, but then watching it on commentary, and like, shout out to Ian and Caprice because I thought that um, them referencing the history of the Bucks and the Briscoes was very important for that moment. Um, I felt like just just them really quickly just going, "Oh, the um, the Briscoes have been beating up on the Bucks for the last you know, ten years." One and, of my favorite PWG PWG matches is the Bucks. And the Briscoes, crazy. I love it. Yeah, and uh, and they hit the BTE trigger on on uh, uh, is that Mark that they hit it on? Uh, um, either way. Things are happening again. Uh, oh, now. yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, I will say just the picture quality is bad, but I can still see you guys. Um, so it's still here. We're still here. We're still in the building. Yes. Still here. All right. So then we had uh, Suzuki. Of course, uh, he won the TV title. We got to wrap crazy. you guys. <laughs> uh, gosh dang it. All right. Um, but no, Suzuki winning was one of the biggest surprises of the night. I thought that was great. Uh, Yuta's win was great. And. Um, Credit credit where it's due. I I thought a lot of pressure was on Bandito and Gresham because I think a lot of people wanted the tag match to be the main event because of all the buzz, but I felt like they put on an incredible match. Um man, that stalling suplex that uh Hi that Bandito pulled off was it was amazing. That was one of the best spots of the night. Hey, so this is what I'm gonna do. All right, because yeah, Samoa Joe had a moment. It's great. It's cool, but shitty ass hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, um, we're gonna part two this at some point, real soon. How soon? We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> how soon? But how soon? I mean, but then again, Phil's quality just fixed. So what the hell? Like Phil looks fine now. I think it's just because um, it's the two of us trying to stream, and it's not like. Two, yeah. It's not like one. All right, yeah. Fine. Yeah, it's not Reg. two of us trying to string from the same. Reg, you come over here. All right, here we go. <laughs> over here. Yes, we're gonna Party finish this conversation. We are gonna finish this conversation because I still want to talk about this. Look, all right, Samoa Joe, massive moment, um, and I was trying to hold on to that one. I eyeball emoji it. Sean eyeball emoji did a thousand times. Once he showed up, though, Joe in the building. It was great. I can't hear anything. 
Oh, I can unplug my headset mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, unplug and then oh. you got to turn off the uh, or turn on the noise canceling or I'll echo. Um, this is crazy. There we go. Okay. We got it. You can hear me, Reg. Yes. Yes. Good. All right. Anyway, Joe in the building. It was cool. It was great. It was amazing. Uh, It was a great way to end it. Um, And that was a moment. Honestly, I thought that I don't know what. That's the perfect way to end a Ring of Honor relaunch type of deal is having one of the greatest ring of honor champions of all time show up and have that moment choke someone out be joe and just look dominant man that's what people want yeah yeah and uh i love what he said after the show i compared what he said in the scrum to what cody was talking about where Mm -hmm. you know um cody's kind of saying the same thing cody was like look i helped set the stage uh i helped set the table for aw for guys like brian and punk to come in and they did it and we're good but now it's about me. I want the title. Yeah, no, he. Uh, they were actually kind of exactly on the same lines because he said, someone asked Joe, how did he feel like being a coach, doing all these commentating things? Yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing any of that anymore. I'm here to beat people up and win the Yo, world championship. Uh, that, that's Joe, what I thought. Joe started getting his shit off yeah. in that yeah, no, he, was, right. he was getting in promo mode at the end. Like, yeah. If you yes. haven't seen the media scrum, you get a kind of a Samoa Joe promo um, in like, old school Samoa Joe fashion talking mm-hmm. all the Samoa Joe shit you like to hear. Uh, nah, he, he did though. He, uh, he, him and Cody are along those same lines where I know people are like, what are they going to bring to the table behind the scenes? Cody's like, I ain't behind the scenes. I'm a pro wrestler and I'm mm-hmm. here to win titles. Samoa Joe, he was asked, you know, how are you going to be, you know, are you going to be a coach? Are you going to be producing, do a commentary. He said, nah, I did all of that. I'm here to choke people out and win titles. That's what I'm here for. That's it. And like the hearing, bro. Yes. Perfect response. That's exactly what I wanted to hear at that moment. Both these guys kind of did the same thing. It was like, look, we set the table for a generation. There's going to be a lot of guys who are benefiting now from what we did for them. But now that that's done, daddy eats first. And I feel Uh, like this Samoa Joe thing has to be like the Hardy boys, like how Jeff Hardy was on a ladder ASAP. Like you got to throw Joe right to the fire because time with these older wrestlers, Joe's had injuries. Joe's had all these things. Start doing all the dream matches now. Throw them out. If if we learned anything from the Cody thing, all the matches when you can. Exactly. How many uh, matches did Cody leave on the table just leaving, you know? Yeah. My God. Have I really reached the point in my life, though? Where, like, if you had told me even a year ago that it is entirely possible for you to see Joe versus Punk again. I would say, why are you saying that? That's a big fucking lie. But now it's like, (laughs) yo. Man, that is the other big deal about this. This is Joe, Brian, and Punk. Brian's there. You know Joe and Brian want to fight so bad. Under the same roof since <laughs> since what two thousand five? Yes, is the first time since two thousand five. Crazy, what? you know they want to fight so bad. Joe Punk and Brian are under the same roof right Crazy. now. Crazy, so that's like, Ring of Honor right there, man. It's what like, I am it's curious, all tied together. What I am curious about now, I have questions, and I didn't get to necessarily ask them in the the media scrum. Um, I do have questions, which is, what is a Ring of Honor talent at this point? Does, is Ring of Honor mm-hmm. going to have talent? Because right. you know you debuted Joe, but then it was announced Joe is all elite. Um, Wheeler Yuta won the uh, the pure title, but now he's all elite. All elite. So, like, do, is Ring of Honor actually going to have talent, or is it basically going to be a case of 
Ring of Honor will be a mix of AEW talent or unsigned indie talent. Right. And uh, yeah. so it's either you're an AEW guy or you're not yeah. signed at all. Like it doesn't. Yeah, and like the, about the whole Ring of Honor thing, Tony Khan brought up some good points in the scrum, like kind of relating to points we've been making for a long time about, say, like uh, AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. Tony Khan said, People watching this show, people supporting, supporting, people talking about it is what's going to get you more Ring of Honor. If you support, you come out, you show, you know, you let them know who, what wrestlers you want to see. You're going to see them more, and oh, that's exactly what's going to happen I with just, Ring of Honor. I just want to hold you right there. Before we ever did a podcast together, the three of us, I recorded a podcast with my guy Blue Magic Grimes from Mixed Tag Show, and I said this on that podcast. And there were a lot of people that took that clip and called me a liar. They called me all these other things. I, this is where if you follow me, I would be posting all of the chess pawns because acknowledge your boy and say I was right. Let's go, baby. <laughs> if you're on up? Twitter quote tweeting me and talking crazy, I want to hear you be just as loud and say that I was What's right. What's up, nigga? <laughs> be as loud with the motherfucking shit, all right? Okay? I, 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 run me my apologies. That's why I'm waiting for Run them. Run them. We waiting for them. I'm so sorry. Us and Cody are waiting for them apologies, y'all. I'm so sorry I didn't get to do a show in person with you guys. <laughs> sorry. I just hey. had to get that off because people was talking crazy about your boy. What's up? Yes. And now look at us. We in the game. Tony Khan's like, hey, what's up, y'all? Yo, did, did we did we get a thanks, Phil, and and a thanks, Will? I think we got and a, a thanks, Rich? I think we got a thanks all three of the graps. I, I just, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. just wanted to take the second to get that off because people was talking crazy. And you know who you are. <laughs> Yeah, you do. All right. So, <laughs> two more things to talk about. Yes, but at uh, the, we are, we have been humbled this weekend to rap. You know, be crazy. We have been very humbled by everyone in the support, and we love you. Well, you know, we have to let them know. No, also. but seriously, we appreciate the love. Yeah, so I, much, I, yeah, so listen, much, man. I we just had to get that off. You yeah. know, so it's it's cool to be humble sometimes, but, but you also, know, when people want to play with your name, you gotta you gotta let them know. Don't <laughs> play with our name. So a couple more uh, super chats we got. Uh, Reggie Simmons says, watch tele-wrestling this weekend, and I swear I saw Speedball Mike have nothing but fire matches. Shout out to GCW, the collective, for showcasing diversity. Shout out to that. There was a lot of my homies out there representing. Yes. Brent says, lethal turning felt like the birth of a supervillain. Cannot wait to see where this goes. It was goes. so perfect. I don't, that, that low blow was like, that moment was one of the best moments of the whole weekend. That was like so perfect i just can't believe it like the crowd was like oh my god no i can't believe he did this it was just like a great pro wrestling moment uh aaron says love what you guys do always look forward to this podcast do you have any concern with all the AEW guys winning or getting the moment on supercard of honor over yes yeah, i think that's the whole thing we're kind of talking about we don't really know what is ring of honor is going to be we don't know what's moving forward so are were they is it AEW guys going? Is it that? We, no one even knows what I, it is, you know? I think it was a case of just guaranteeing some certainty right now. I right. think it is. Like I said, there is no sign. There's nobody yeah. signed to a Ring of Honor brand right now. Exactly. And so yeah. I think it was like, okay, I at least need these titles where I can guarantee them right, right. now. And like, yeah. I can guarantee them on um, on Gresham. Uh, yep. I can yeah. guarantee it on Mercedes. Wheeler. Yeah, like you can guarantee it on these people. Like right now, you can't guarantee Deanna. Like, because no, Deanna is, no. is signed to Impact. So, like, she I couldn't get, show up because she had a, a deal, you know? I get yeah. the mindset of, for right now, as far as the belts are concerned, I need these belts where um, 
uh, I need these belts where I can guarantee them. Because the last thing I need is somebody putting the belt on somebody and they sign with WWE. Like, you can't have that happening right now. No Uh, way. Yeah, yeah, this felt like, you know, bringing in your own regime. That's what this felt like. Now, if we're still doing this a year from now and you're just putting over your guys, then Then, then then it's a problem. But for their first show, I got it. Like, we noticed that, that like, all the production, like, the cameramen, like, all those people were AEW people at the show. So, it's like, you know what I mean? all people who recognize, the referees, everything. Yeah. Um, Somebody, and so the chat was asking, where was it $15 because it's 30 through fight? No, the replay is 15 The Yeah, replay uh, was 15 Yeah, yeah 15 re- Like, if you yeah. just want to watch it right now, if you didn't order it, uh, but you do want to watch it, it's 15 right now. $15. Uh, so, uh, through That's fight. a great deal for a, an amazing show. Just yeah. for the that $15 for that tag match, honestly. It's worth mm-hmm. it. Um, ShotKid29 said, uh, shouts to Biff Busick, Unsung Star. Yeah, back on the scene. My guys, Biff Busick and Tim Thatcher back in the game boy they tore it up oh we didn't talk about this uh from the main event oh, oh yeah 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 is a cool. freak of fucking nature dude i can't believe yeah. anytime he does something i'm like how do you do that you're small but he's not small he's, he's thick he's a big guy yeah one of the best parts of the night for sure yeah. and I, I i do think a lot of pressure on was on those guys to deliver yeah. and, and they did deliver after that tag match, I'd be like, yo, why, what? I can't. We were saying, like, they should have made me put that tag match last, but, like, the payoff to the main event worked out. So, yeah, you wouldn't have been able to have the Joe moment. Um, Brent says, right. oh, God, is Joe going to kill Fuego? Um, if I was yeah. Fuego, I'd be very afraid. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely going to get put in. Mean, He's been getting put in the blender by House Black. I'm least. saying, yeah. Samoa Joe is definitely going to murder Fuego. Yeah, they're saying in the chat you guys have gone robot-y. You have, um, but I think it'll clear up in a sec. We've seen this. Yeah, no, definitely. We're we're screwed. Our uh, connection sucks. Ethan boys over here. Yeah, (laughs) big Ryan Brown. All right, two hours Uh, in. We gave it to y'all. Still, yeah. Two more things to talk about, real quick. One, Bianca is champ. I thought Bianca and. Becky Lynch had won their best match um, together. I thought that was quite possibly Bianca's best match on the main roster. And on top of that, I thought it felt like a special moment. Um, I thought that the uh, pretty much... Somebody tried to ruin it on the fucking intro saying, what the hell is this? What kind of a call is that? So before before I get into that, um, that entrance was amazing. The entrance was fire. Um, Bianca's entrance was so good. Um, man, Becky's entrance was big. Becky's was entrance was dope. I, too. I felt like this, in a lot of ways, felt like it should have been the main event. Not mm-hmm. just because of the importance of the match, but just because those, those two look like stars coming into the match. Um, they absolutely look like, you know, huge stars. And I love, like, the way that they were presented. Please present more women's wrestlers like this because yes. they're deserving. Um, but no, um, Grace, you doing this call, what the hell is this for the black marching band, TSU? Um, Hold up, before, before you get into I, that, I that, before you get into that, um, do me a favor and just like refresh really quick. Cause I feel like this is going to be a good rant. And so, <laughs> um, if we can refresh okay. the connection, uh, I, 
I feel like we should, even if you just refresh the window. And we've left it to just me again. Hey, everybody. Um, I guess I'll give a couple of thoughts uh, independently of uh, these two. Um, in that, yeah, I did think Becky's entrance, I agree with that, did feel like a star-making entrance. I thought that Bianca's especially was so great. And part of what... Um, it, so it wasn't just the idea of uh, of having, of course, the, the band there for her, because that was always going to be a good thing. That was always going to be great. Um, and we had also seen, uh, we'd even seen Cena do that with um, uh, with having the marching band entrance up. We finally got uh, these two back. I hope uh, connection don't look great. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, the same. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're just gonna have to do our thing. Daddy was not around. <laughs> not around. Not around. Yeah, we might. I don't know. During the week, I don't know. We're, we're gonna make. We're gonna yeah. make up for this. I make it. Yeah, we're gonna make up for this because because we still got two and one to talk about. But you know what? I think yeah. hotel Wi-Fi is just kind of killing us at this point. Um, we no, are... but t- look, TSU marching band killed it, man. And I didn't like yes. that he that gray stomped on it. Long square, less long. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um. All right. So here's the thing: Bianca is the Raw Women's Champion. Um, I've seen two bad takes that are just kind of driving me nuts. The whole like, oh, y'all needed to be patient, long-term storytelling. Y'all could have gotten here without beating her in seconds. That's the thing is. So easily. Yeah. That That's the whole point here is I don't care about the long-term storytelling. You don't beat anybody that matters decisively in seconds. Period. There's never going to be a need for that. There's yeah. never a... Even if Bianca had lost in maybe a minute, that would have done more wonders. Even if she had kicked out first of the the first um when, when becky hit the uh uh what the hell does she call it now her, her uranagi um manhandle slam yeah the manhandle slam even if it had just been if she had kicked out of one would have made all the difference but you don't beat somebody in seconds like that that's it so as far as i'm concerned this like of course ultimately we've got the payoff bianca has another big wrestlemania moment uh, but ultimately, I don't tell me that this yeah, erases I don't that because it, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I did enjoy the teaser at the beginning of the match where she went to manhandle slammer and then she kicked out. I mean, and then I love the escape where she, you know, flipped out of it and then gave her the KOD. I thought that was a great finish. That KOD finish was amazing. Just beautiful yeah. KOD finish. Um and yeah, uh, Bianca's champ. I thought it was a beautiful moment. I think it should have gone on after the other women's title match because the other women's title. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Um, but it should have been the main uh, event. It, should, it was the match it of the night. It yes, it was the match of the night. I think this was the best match of the night. Um, this is definitely up there with Becky's best matches, and I think it is Bianca's like best match. Uh, Shout out like to Bianca star. for eating that foot to the face too. Mm-hmm. Careful oh, out there, Becky. Ugly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she tried. It looked like she was trying to do a molly go round, mm. and she just caught it. 
and Becky could, I mean, Becky, Bianca just caught a foot straight to the face. It looked, mm. it looked like it really hurt. Yeah, that looked painful. Uh, and, but either way, it's a great moment. Uh, the only other thing I don't want to hear from people is uh, I, I had mentioned that um, that Cena had also done the marching band entrance, but for anybody who's, and I've it seen it, I'm like, but up. yeah. Um, but for people who are like, well, you know, this is already done before. She stole it. It's like, no, you are completely missing. It wasn't a she did steal it yeah. from Beyonce. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> that's what I feel like people are missing. Like a big part of, of Beyonce's character is based off and inspired by Beyonce. Exactly. So it makes sense for her to do the homecoming joint. Yeah. And like I said, Tissue is like a, I mean, it's, they got named after the Drake record. It's right. but it, it felt good to see like culture represented here. Um, so I don't agree. John Cena didn't do it because it wasn't the same. It's exactly. not. It's not the same um, idea behind it. Um, but yeah, I thought this was great. And again, like I said, these two look like big stars. Um, you got to give Becky a lot of credit. She was very giving this match, man. I know people were not a fan of her heel turn, but I thought she's done good stuff at the heel recently, um, including that promo on Raw and you know last night at Mania. Uh, and I guess the. Um, the only other thing to talk about out of this number two point um, is, uh, and I know it would be number one any other year, but so much else has gone down. Um, but look, Stone Cold Steve Austin had a match. Uh, and he wrestled for like 20 minutes, and it was good. Uh, and I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody saw that coming. Like, uh, he got to have one final match with Kevin Owens, like, I think back in December, people were wondering, you know, why would Kevin Owens resign like this? Oh, it had to be the money. But honestly, if this was even remotely broached as a topic, how do you say no to that? Yo, slide me the contract. Go Stone Cold? Yes, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to, yeah. yeah, you want Stone Cold in the main event of WrestleMania? Say no more. That's it. So, yeah, I'm there. Um, so yeah, shout out Stone, uh, shout out to Stone Cold. He had a match, uh, that Man, was he got to hit, he got to hit Austin with a stunner in Texas. That's yes. big, that's huge. Uh, and the New Day match got cut, uh, got moved to tonight. Hopefully, they get time then if that's gonna Treat be my the guy case. Better. Come on, man. Treat my guy better. I, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, and finally, last thing to talk about here was, uh, the collective because they ran easily their biggest collective weekend ever. Um, and Reg, you went to as much of it as humanly possible. I was living there. I lived in, I moved. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. 
Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, yeah, I saw, like I said, three shows a day. Well, uh, two of them were, well, Ring of Honor wasn't part of the collective. So, um, yeah, I went as I, as I always do the last couple of years for the culture, covering it for PWIs, like no surprise, covering a lot of what I saw this weekend for the magazine. Um, because these people deserve this shine. I saw a lot of people have one match, one opportunity. They made the most of it. Um, so many promotions, wrestlers, Glory Pro was out there, Unsanctioned Pro, Black Label Pro, GCW, the For the Culture Show, Mission Pro. Like everyone brought it and they had great matches, great angles. Everybody got some shine. Um, fans loved it. The spring break shows were packed to the max. Like people all, we're standing like five, six, seven rows back of just. Towards the fans. Uh, it was a big moment for a lot of people. Um, the moment that I went for didn't happen. AJ Gray lost. I don't know why they still have this vote on Moxley when he is in AEW. Like, I don't get it, but I also do get it because it's Moxley. But, like, yo, give AJ this moment, man. We waited three years for this shit. Um, just a great weekend. I love wrestling, like I said. So, seeing. I don't know, 100 matches. I don't know how many matches there were. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> matches. I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend, man. And I saw a lot of good people, had great times. It was phenomenal. Shout out to Tracy, 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 Tracy. That's her name. That's her <laughs> government name. Uh, we spent some time hanging out, watching wrestling. Uh, the Grab City boys were out here like a son of a bitch. And it was a great weekend, man. I can't say anything more about this. I'm just so happy that we all got to experience this together, man. It was awesome. Man, I will say, um, before I get into the highlights for Collective, um, just seeing people from different walks of wrestling know who we are, like, like from guys like Carmelo Hayes know who we are, and then you get indie guys know who we are. Carmelo Hayes being like, oh, hey, Reg, what's going on? I'm like, yo, you're not supposed to remember yo, me I anymore. Mean, man, but he does. AW guys know. It wasn't like just like a certain crowd. It was like it, just knowing our reach is out there is kind of wild for us, man. It's insane. Um, but no, just, man. So many highlights from this weekend for the collective. I thought uh, 
uh, Hitmakers versus STP. Oh, was yeah. Incredible. That was one AJ, of the best AJ hey. Francis, like, really principalized, man. Shout out yeah, AJ Frank, because, like, good. honestly, um, I had said when uh, Hit Row first got released, I said that, look, Swerve's going to be fine because Swerve has built a reputation among non-WWE fans to where people know who he is, and he is going to get booked everywhere. And I said that the rest of Hit Row doesn't really have that reputation. But I will say this. If AJ Frank, former top dollar, continues doing what he did at For the Culture, he'll build that reputation in no time. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have to give a, another shout out, highlight to uh, my man Leroy and the in the clusterfuck is spring break. Get pyro. Yeah, pyro. That was that amazing. Was <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, another funny thing I didn't mention. I haven't said anything online. Uh, I went to go catch up with a couple of the MLW homies. Shout out to Kim Broadway. Shout out to Myron Reed. But the MLW show and unfortunately control your narrative were legit next door to each other. These shows were happening at the exact same time. And there were so many weird things connected to that control your narrative show. Like, first of all, why are people going to the show? Second of all, the people, why are there black people going to the show? Third of all, what is the show? Why are y'all doing this? No, it was, it was, uh, it was awkward. Yeah. Man, oh, so many good moments, man. I, I, so many good moments at Fortnite Culture. Yeah. Um, so many good moments at uh, Bangers Only. Um, just so many good shows to go to and be mm-hmm. there live for, man. Uh, man, I, I, I mean, we already put over how much you know we love La Rosa versus uh, Jody. That was a great match. Um, now Holy Dead versus Lufisto was really good. And I'm mad I wasn't in the front row for that La Rosa entrance. That was phenomenal. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That was a moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a great weekend all around, hanging out with my guys. Like, man, hopefully we get more moments like this with the three of us. Shout out to with. Andrew Thompson, the unofficial fourth member of Grapsity. Yeah. We spent a lot of time with him yesterday and the day before. It was a phenomenal to catch up with him too. Yo, yeah, seeing him at Further Culture was great, man. Andrew's the guy, man. I feel like he's one of the best interviewers out there, man. Yeah. And it was just really cool to see him and, you know, see him in person because I've known him for a minute. But, mm-hmm. man, really cool. A lot cool of guys him, we've man. known for a minute. He's, he's and, cool. and, yeah, and to get to see him in person. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out, everybody. Uh, and I know this show's gotten really robotic. Uh, so thanks for putting up yes. with the last of this rather than. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, so that way we can get back to a normal show. Um, and we can do that coming up here this Saturday. Uh, hey, less than a week between Grapsities. Love that. Uh, Ryan, uh, I always rep y'all. I just wanted to give y'all more money. Thanks, Will. Hashtag thanks, Reg. Send Hashtag more money so we can get better Wi-Fi out here. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Brent. Thanks, Brent. No, I appreciate it, Ryan. Uh, and Brent says, uh, do you think the collective could run shows around something like Double or Nothing? Or is that kind of a yes. draw not there yet? No, they could. They absolutely could. They already um, announced the show. Yeah, GCW's announced. I, I think yeah. just one show, right? Yeah, they'll probably do like, they're not going to do a whole collective, but there'll be like three or four shows you can also go to that are not AEW. Yeah, agreed. Um, nah, I, I think, and, and the three of us will be uh at double or nothing or at least are we set on that i know i will be there i know yeah i think we're all, i think we're all gonna be there yeah. phil's probably yeah. the one only on the fence i think 
think, right? No, I, I, I think we're good. Yeah, no, we're out there. Then. We're, we're, then, we're trying hey, to make. We're here. Make we'll be a double yeah. or nothing. Uh, we'll be all three. All three of us will. Uh, my wife's actually going with us to double or nothing as well. So, um, these, these guys in Vegas, man. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 We. Yes. Well, I, like our anniversary is May seventeenth, and so we're like, "What are we doing for our anniversary?" And like, well. Vegas sounds fun. No so, <laughs> so it was basically let's just go. I think that's the perfect note to wrap up on. Shout out to everybody who sent us a super chat. Yes, thank you guys. Who said hi to us over WrestleMania weekend? I appreciate every single one of you. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I had some great conversations with some great people all weekend long. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys at the next one. This has been a wrap up of Grab City at WrestleMania weekend. I know I'm at home, but literally 24 hours ago, I was not. Um, so I will see yeah, each and every one of you. We were, we were together. Yes, we were together. I just, I, I came home. Um, also, shout out TLC. Um, and other than that, folks, it's now time for me to say that that is it for this edition of Grapsity. For Righteous Reg, for Philip Lindsay, I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.